set our alarm, turn on our charm. This is where the good old fashioned Shoot Brother Boys, hosted by myself, Mike the Shoot Shepherd, Cameron Mercury Osborne. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> And my God, there's snow on the ground. Uh, not only is winter coming, winter is here. Uh, maybe not legally in the court of law, uh, December 21st or something. But no, uh, us Canadians, and even those in Florida, they were feeling it. It was, rarely was cold. freezing cold in Jacksonville last night. Uh, well, for them. Well, for the, not exact, technically freezing was above zero. Was it above? It was like thir- it was like thirty six. I had to do the conversion. I had to do the conversion because they use Fahrenheit's over there. Yeah, there's there's uh, a formula that I don't know. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> and that it's I, weird. Yeah. Don't, I find here in Canada, at least most Canadians, we measure the air with Celsius, but we talk about the water with Fahrenheit. Did you, have you ever noticed? That? Oh yeah, I guess I guess you would say yeah. Like I got a cottage. Like oh, the water is seventy five today. Yeah, it's not. It's seventy five Fahrenheit. I, I, yeah. I guess I've never really thought of that. Well, I guess, and we also use, uh, we will use feet and inches to describe. Oh yeah, uh, and pounds. Our height, pounds. pounds. pounds I recently learned weight. that a stone is about fourteen pounds. I think. Oh, that's just a whole nother. That's that's too long. I don't remember how that I'm came sure up. Sure. I also learned recently that a quid <laughs> is another word for like, uh, like a like a pence. Isn't it a dollar? Yeah, it's like it's like yeah. what, what we would say. What they would British would say. Quid is to pound as buck is to dollar. It's sort of yeah. like a colloquial. But I thought it was. No, I remember. <laughs> I thought it was a whole different unit of of well, me measurement. Too. I remember watching like British stuff as a kid. They're like, "That'll be five quid, four pounds, two tenners," and uh, I'm like, "What?" <laughs> like, oh my God, but it's all the same currency. How many, how many currencies? Like, What's a tenner? They... What's a tenner? And I'm like, "Oh, it's ten dollars." That's all. <laughs> they have three wallets: one and for quids, yeah. one for pounds, <laughs> one for pences, one for yeah, tenners. Ten- <laughs> Like, yeah, oh my God! But uh, no one, no one. <laughs> what's like? What's life like? Just gloomy and money. That's all they do there in Britain. But yeah, uh, Mike, this was a huge week in the professional wrestling world. Uh, we have a great, sh- we have a great show coming up. We have our normal SmackDown Raw. Of course, we're covering Wednesday Night War. Winter is coming, and we have Takeover War Games. War Games. I guess it's not a place. Usually, we have like uh, Takeover Portland or something. But this is just kind of yeah, like Takeover CWC. I think even the past War Games though have just been War Games. Just the war games. They didn't care about the city. They don't even. They don't even care about the city anymore. Uh, let's get. Excuse me. Let's get yeah, right. But at that's exactly that stuff will be the main event. The winter. There's lots of shit. You know, in wrestling, they save it for the the end of the show. So that's the main event. That'll be our yeah. The main event of the show, of course, the second half. Let's kick off the show before we hit our main roster programming. Let's start the show the only way you know how, which is with the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. Tweet of the week this week. Uh, going to um, not so much uh, something that was said or something that was done. More of a somber tweet of the week. I think it was just yesterday. Uh, we heard the loss of Hall of Fame and wrestling legend and good old Canadian kid Pat Patterson. Pat Patterson, yeah. Uh, involved in all sorts of, you know, you name it, he probably did it. I think he was... First ever intercontinental champion. I also read somewhere that he credited in uh, creating the Royal <clears throat> Rumble. Yeah, I'm sure backstage. Like, all right, you come out, and then this guy, and oh my God, they're going to go banana. And they're going to go banana. I'm doing it. Yeah, that was his catchphrase. We're doing it. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. 
Why did you see that? Mox, Moxley that said it last night, and I thought uh, it was. I didn't pick it up. I thought it was a yeah. typo because he didn't say no, bananas. No, it's just banana. Yeah. yeah. No, that's okay. Pasta. Shit. Well, there you I go. I didn't catch that. Oh, ah! what a tribute. <laughs> well, anyways, this uh, tweet of the week. <laughs> I'm our combined powers put that moment together. <laughs> it really did. Uh, well, yeah, I'm gonna give this week's tweet of the week uh, just to all the incredible things that was said about Pat Patterson by everyone. So many professionals in the wrestling community. On face, you know, like on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, everybody who met him had great things to say about him. Not only WWE, but uh, NWA is sending their regards. AEW, TNT, it's just nice, or you know, rather, I was thinking, sorry, Impact, TNA. Uh, it was just nice to hear so many nice things about somebody in the community who passed away untimely in a in a bad year. And yeah. he is also a 24-7 champion. He is. Uh, we covered that <laughs> happening. We did. I think he, I, I think he lost nights. it in like a limo or he got it in a yeah. limo. I'm not entirely sure. Okay. Yeah. But um, uh, either way, we're giving this week's Tweet of the Week uh, to Pat Patterson. Yes. And go watch Legends House one day because he's on it. And it's uh, one of the great reality shows of our time. Now, that's the one with uh, where it's like it's kind of like celebrity rehab. But for yeah. I mean, they're not but they give them all the booze they want and they just like play silly games. Oh, it's so it's more like, like the re- yeah, the real world. <laughs> yeah. Like they're allowed to drink. They get sauce. Then like the final day, they're all crying and pouring their hearts out. and Everyone loves each other. Roddy Piper, all these legends. It's fun. Is that there on the network? <laughs> it's on the network. It's on the network, it's baby. The, there yeah. you have it. One season. It's great. There you have it. Patrick, but that's it. Yeah, Pat Patterson. There you go. Um, yes. Yeah. And, of course, I, uh, Moxley Moxley has a great promo where he says that little line there. What was the line again? Make, They're going to go banana. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> no, just, and I was like, and it, it has happened last night, and I'm thinking to myself, there's no way Moxley, like, that's a big <laughs> fuck up for a pre-tape. Yeah, that's a big yeah. fuck up, um, but that makes a lot. Of oh, sense. so it was. That's when it was during that right before he came out when he was talking. Yeah, yeah. And he was doing like you know where there's like the chain link fence behind him. Classic yeah. Moxley promo. Uh, <laughs> chain link okay. fence behind him. I saw the promo. I just didn't pick up on that yeah. line. Pick up on that. Reason. Pick up on that for whatever reason. Uh, there you have. But we are going to get to our winter is coming. Let us tarry no further because uh, we still have tons of main roster business to get to. So let's kick off <laughs> yeah. the show. Well, let's do one more Terry. Is that what you said? <laughs> No, I said Terry no further. What did you think I was saying? (laughs) Well, there was one other little thing that happened uh, involving a man who's been on both WWE and AEW. Because did you catch any of that Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. fight? Oh, okay, okay, yes. Okay, let's... uh, Just wondering. Just a quick little fight. Watched the whole thing. It was terrible. Me too. It was bad, but I feel like Tyson held back. He was was getting a couple good Now, did you watch that fight or did you watch the whole event? I watched uh, mostly just that fight. I didn't pay for it, of course, but I watched it. Yeah, we were we were watching. I saw the end of the other one, the Jake Paul or whatever. Mm-hmm. We watched the Robinson. entire fight, or sorry, the, the entire, entire the entire uh, thing. Yeah, from the main card as. Soon as the main cards, be- I'm in the I I I'm at Jess's place and I'm in the kitchen, and her brother had just started watching it in the living room, so I can't see the television. Mm-hmm. And you know there are certain voices that you hear in your life that sort of spring you oh, up, right? You may hear, you, you know, sort of like yeah, you hear a long lost friend or something yeah. like that, or uh, and it just or like a celeb- or a voice in a cartoon <clears throat> that you're very yeah. much fond of, and mm-hmm. I just hear the. Alacious. Uh, the, the, oh, I wish I had synonyms as good as he did. 
Yeah. Uh, he's the voice of combat sports. The 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 most prestige. Oh my god, he's so fucking good. More he gets Ranello the biggest fights in the world. Gets the biggest fights in the world, and he was working overtime on yeah. Saturday. I don't know if you noticed, he was there beside uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, uh, who was not doing a good job, and um, <laughs> Snoop Dogg was Snoop there. Snoop Dogg not doing a good job, <laughs> and then um, one of the UFC guys, Israel Arizania, however, you, I don't I don't quite know how to yeah. pronounce the last name, but yeah, Morinell was <laughs> pulling overtime for this terrible production where he's having to stall on multiple occasions. Uh, incredible haircut. Moros? Yes, it was like the way, and especially the way you put like your headphones over top, it just let him slick back <laughs> the hair, and he has very yeah. thick, dark well, hair. Ah, it's thinning. In ah, it, it, it's yeah. thick. <laughs> he's using what he's got to cover up the the patch. And let me tell you, it top. looked fantastic. He, um, he, I think, brought up the idea of a match between Snoop Dogg and Sugar Ray Leonard at WrestleMania, <laughs> and he mentioned Sasha Banks twice. She's the boss. And Snoop Dogg's cousin. And it just That's worked true. out perfect. Uh, it was so... It, it, he was the best part for me of the yeah, entire night. I didn't... Uh, <laughs> I had fun watching the old men fight, but uh, yeah, I didn't expect a lot going in. Yeah, that was the, be that was the best part of the entire event for me was... Uh, yeah. Was Moro. We I'd... miss you, bud. Yeah. But we'll hear him. Next time there's a big fight, you know he'll be. Yeah, there. he'll be back. He's never too far away from uh, from the from the world of combat sports. Okay, let's move. Tyson Holyfield three. That yeah no he he's on the uh, he's yeah he's the next call, fight caller right. Yeah, he's next in line. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Glad we got let's glad we got that on. out of the way. Just um, wanted to for those for those people out there. Uh, he's a WWE Hall of Famer, Mike. WWE Tyson. Hall of Famer and uh, inventor of the quick count. <laughs> oh God, yeah. <laughs> Damn. But uh, all right, shall we just move right on? Let's SmackDown. Let's move to SmackDown. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It, uh, it used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. They used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. Yeah, so I guess we just got more of Jey Uso coming out with Roman Reigns and, and uh, yeah, Heyman. Every week, Roman's got a new shirt, like same design, but just some new Yeah, text. first it was like wreck everything, <laughs> then leave, and then it was like yeah. punch him and stay. It's just sort of like there's like, it's like <laughs> blank, blank, and blank. It's, uh, and all the shirts are, you know, you can just go up to that local kiosk in the mall. Yeah, just print them off. <laughs> print them off. Uh, anyways, yeah. Uh, so I don't even know. They were just more recap. I beat Drew and, uh, but Uso, you lost. No one respects you. I'm the head of the table. I'm not going to be a bitch. I don't know, begging for Thanksgiving leftovers. Yep, so they anyways, we missed so so this was the Friday of American Thanksgiving and yeah, we were the Black Friday. We were hoping there would be some kind of literal table analogy. Yeah, that was about the most This was one. this wasn't it. I we I was we were both kind of hoping for that. <laughs> <laughs> His shirt did say head of the table though, but yeah. not enough. Not enough. Uh I guess Otis comes out cuz he's supposed to face King Corbin, but then Uso attacks Otis, beats the shit out of him with a chair. Uh it gets broken up. I think Uso had a new shirt too, but I don't know what he said. Oh, did he? So, okay, didn't I say ish. Didn't I don't. Say I don't ish think. I, I don't think I noticed that one. Um, yeah, not so important. Uh, 
Sven and Rude and Ziggler come out next. They make fun of Otis, and then they start making fun of Street Profits because they want those tag titles. So, uh, yeah, Street Profits come out, and they fight. And uh, I think Rude cheats. He rolls up. He grabs Ford's tights, gets a three, and wins. So, I don't know. Maybe they'll get a title shot. Yeah, there was a quick roll-up, you know. Uh, what, what, what has been called the most devastating move in sports entertainment? The, uh, the, uh, surprise, yeah. the surprise roll-up. I oh, guess grab the tights. That's cheap. Uh, that's a cheap, cheap move. Um, TLC's coming up. Yeah, that's sort of uh, that's our next build for sort of every anything and everything. That's where we're going to right now. Um, and nothing says TLC like a tag team ladder match. Uh, yeah, I guess we need at least one tag team ladder match. So yeah. I don't know. Throw another team in there though. You could Rude and Ziggler. I don't know. You could, yeah. <laughs> They're not enough for me. No. But uh, who, who, who else is available right now on Smack and SmackDown's tag division? Well, yeah. If they didn't break up Heavy Machinery, it'd be a good time to. I don't know. I can't think of another like team with a name, not just yeah. two. If Jimmy's people. ready to come back soon. That'd be nice. yeah. The Usos, I think, if if whenever that can happen, hopefully we can kind of light a fire up under that. Uh, you know, potentially having our kind of our our top heel stable. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I think we go backstage. Kayla's hanging out with the Mysterio family, and Aaliyah and Murphy are all cuddled up, being all coupley. And, you know, Ray's accepted it. They're just happy to be done with Rollins, and they're thankful. This is more the Thanksgiving. He just says, I'm thankful for this. And uh, Baron Corbin comes up to be a wiener, and it's all done. Yeah. King Corbin's still <laughs> King Corbin, uh, one of the most consistent people on television, consistently oh, on television. Well, yeah. uh, I think would be a fair assessment. <clears throat> sure. But uh, Sami Zayn comes out and he says, hey, I don't respect Thanksgiving and all the atrocities that were carried out on the Native American people. And you celebrate with a bunch of gluttonous masses stu- stuffing their faces with, I don't know, factory farm turkeys. And he was sounding. And like, you're listening uh, to him and you're thinking to yourself like, yeah. You're making a lot of sense. <laughs> he was, yeah, this was That's like the Planets <laughs> champion, Daniel Bryan, from, oh, from a few years ago. ago. Yeah. Who he now talks, he addresses Daniel Bryan himself because he wants that intercontinental title. Uh, and then Bryan comes out. They have a match, a non-title match. But, you know, these two are some of the best, so you get some good wrestling either way. Uh, yeah, what was the, the crazy part when they're fighting? They fight to the edge of the apron. And then Sami Zayn hits a fucking brain buster right on the edge. Uh, that was crazy. That oh, was huge. <laughs> that was huge. Uh, but Brian survives that somehow. He starts fighting back. He's running wild, hitting a bunch of suicide dives. Uh, so Sammy just says, fuck this. And he runs away up the ramp. So then Brian chases after him into the back. They both disappear. But then Sammy comes running back out and he dives into the ring just at the count of nine. So he gets the count out win. But what happened to Brian? Uh, so he cut to the gorilla position where Jey Uso is just pounding on Daniel Bryan. So Kevin Owens shows up, saves him. Uh, and then after Owens just gets at Roman's face and cuts a promo on him. They're still beefing. They're still going. This could have been the main event of SmackDown. This certainly felt like it. Yeah, I guess other than the countout win, they wanted something something more for it yeah i don't know <laughs> Sami Zayn uh looked good one of the better S- smackdown live matches we've seen in a long long time 
Yeah. You put those two together, you're going to, you're going to, even with the bad finish, we had a pretty good match. <clears throat> pretty good match, bad finish. And it wasn't even that bad a finish because he snuck the count out. And that, uh, that blue thunderbomb, I, I like that move. Yeah. That's usually it's like Corbin's, uh, deep six where it's like, you always pop for it, even though it usually never wins the match. You're like, ah. Yeah, it's them. a good, I don't know what makes it good. I don't know what makes it fun, but something does. It's and it's a, it's a good yeah, looking Pick move. up, the spin, the landing, everything. Yeah, if I could separate Baron Corbin from how good his <laughs> finishers are to watch, then yeah. <laughs> Baron yeah. Corbin would be the perfect. Take Baron Corbin's finishers and put them on someone and uh, give them to someone else. Baby. <laughs> yeah. But then we go woman's action. Natalia, Bianca Belair. With Bailey on commentary, uh, and they're having a pretty good match. They fight outside the ring, and then uh, Bailey starts drawing at Bianca. Natalia gets in between, and then Belair takes a swing at her, but Bailey's the one who gets hit. So uh, yeah, eventually Bailey jumps on the apron, but she gets bumped off, and Bianca rolls up Natty, gets a three. The powerful, <laughs> the roll. most devastating. We should start keeping count of roll-up finishes. And then see uh, see which like which show uses the most of them between all, between uh, all the between <laughs> all the major shows all four of them. Yeah, I mean we could maybe maybe twenty twenty one get a fresh yeah twenty twenty one fresh, fresh start. Like uh, AEW reset the record and oh and believe me I'm gonna keep I'm gonna diligent note taking. All right, we'll try to remember this on my uh, let's <laughs> mark it mark it episode one hundred four <laughs> one hundred five maybe one hundred four. <clears throat> Uh, Murphy is taking on King Corbin, who's been fucking around all show. Uh, and yeah, during the match, Corbin is just yelling all the Mysterios that are at ringside, and they're jumping on the apron, distracting him. Uh, so Murphy just hits a big knee strike, <clears throat> but then Corbin falls down and his foot's on the rope, but Dominic pushes the foot off as Murphy makes the cover and gets a three. Uh, so this was kind of cheap. Corbin cuts a promo saying they're all cowards, and he's kind of right, man. This was like a five-on-one the, versus the heel of all people. Yeah, this was weird. Um, <laughs> the match, to me, made no sense. Like, why couldn't Murphy just win? <clears throat> and my next question is, like, be... Corbin didn't do anything wrong, yet, yeah, yet, they yet were just the bullying Mysterios him. fucked with him. At... The whole match. All of them. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess he insulted his family, I guess, but it's still not a remotely face move. For Mysterio yeah. to be doing that. And uh, the real loser of all this is fucking Dominic. Dominic, who is yeah. now being used as, like, the Mysterio family when it was just a few months ago he was Dominic Mysterio. Like, you know, he had his own fucking yeah. entrance. He had his own he was an up and upper. ring gear. Now he's just sort of alongside the rest of his family yeah it's weird yeah it's weird. Aaliyah is as big of a deal as him right now. If not. And she doesn't even fight. Yeah, if not, if if not, not bigger, more yeah. so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um, it's kind of. So I don't, and I don't really know what the end goal here is. Uh, are we breaking up the Murph, the the Murphy, the Murph Stereos? What, we, what can we call them? The Murph. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Myster- uh, my, but Myster- Mysterierfies. I feel that it's gonna result in some sort of split between the family, where Murphy and Aaliyah go one way and Ray and the rest go the other. Dude, our fucking Murphy Dominic, there's your fucking tag team, let's go, we're the Mysterio (laughs) family. I don't know, like, am I I crazy? (laughs) Am I crazy right now? Uh, I mean, Rollins is out, that's all we know. Seth Rollins is gone, okay? We know this. Maybe Corbin has to step in, it's like, well, someone's gotta take on this family. Does Roman Roman, uh, Reigns have a kid, by the way? Reigns has a bunch of kids, I think. Okay, now. because now, like three, four. Now, 
<clears throat> you know, now this is just me spitballing, okay? Okay. 20 years from now at fucking WrestleMania 55, 55 <laughs> the light yeah. the lights go out, you know, and you know, in the middle of I don't know, some kind of match between someone and someone. And then all we hear is the classic, you know, Sierra Hotel India <laughs> India Echo Lima Delta. <laughs> and then we have the little Rollins baby, the little Moxley baby, and then if we can get a Reigns baby that's like the similar age <laughs> right now, yeah. And they all come down full shield gear. Wow! Book it. That'd be something. Book it. All right. It's gonna. They're gonna. Inter- they're gonna interrupt <laughs> the main event between uh, the Miz and Daniel Bryan. <laughs> okay. All right. If we can get all these people to all agree that that's what they're <laughs> yeah do yeah with we need lives. that and I th- well the ro- well the, dude the Rod the Roderick Strong baby is going to be leading the undisputed era for many years to come. I think we can all okay. Um, yeah, and whatever, whatever I just spouted off for the last minute and a half makes way more sense than whatever we just watched. Let's go, babies. Futures. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> All right. Um, I think there was some Sami Zayn and Big E, John back and forth, so maybe they'll have something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Big E, they haven't, ever since they split the New Day up, they haven't done a whole lot. Well, yeah, and I, I wonder if, um, if, they split the new day up right around Roman kind of coming back. Yeah, that's true. And I wonder if the Romans <clears throat> if Roman's success has changed things. Because yeah, it did seem like Big E was next to be pushed kind of next in line. Um but this but this Roman Reigns tribal chief business has just fucking taken off way better than I think any of us could have thought. Mhm. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Royal Rumble season's around the corner. Yeah, Rumble so. season's always around the corner. And, of course, at the rate that we're going right now, this title will main event Mania. Yeah. Or the, so, the universal right. title, rather, will main event yeah. Mania at this rate. Yeah, I agree. Uh, there was a quick little pop-up from our friend Billy Kay, who just shows up and squeezes in nicely between Cole and Graves, uh, hand out her resume and headshot. So... Still going with that. I don't know what the payoff is, but I just love me some Billy. I don't know what the payoff is, and then I started to realize that Billy Kay's getting uh, like more mic time than Peyton Royce, like or like yeah, Peyton yeah. Royce is getting a little more screen time, just mm-hmm. kind of because she's, she's in matches, matches. But Billy Kay but. is always backstage and always kind of being funny. Yeah, she's in the mix, but uh, yeah, I'd like to see her in the ring. Yeah, they've like bit. they've both benefited through this. It's real weird. It is. Uh, Carmella has a little sit-down promo on Sasha, and she's being all heelish, and snaps her fingers for some champagne, but the hand holding the glass is the boss's hand. She splashes her and uh, locks her in the bank statement until the refs break it up. But, uh, yeah, so they've been teasing this, and we already know they're going with it, so TLC, that's your match. TLC, that is the match. Yeah, whether they need it. I don't know if that's the match. That's your match of the card? No. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But uh, they can give them a step. Yeah, I'm not I'm have... not really sold on the Carmella thing yet. No, we don't really know. We'll have to see her in the Personally, ring if she any different. And that's kind of thing, yeah. I don't I don't get her motivation right now. And, and sort of I think everything for her right now for me is like all everything else to do with just her returning. Yeah. Like we've seen 
not this exact, but like this pretty much exact character from other people. Just like, yeah, I'm the bitch. I'm better. Yeah, than Yeah, I'm the bitch. I'm better than you. I come in looking all hot. And then in the ring, it's like, oh, no, you're the exact same person as you were. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so. it, where yeah, it's a lot different for, and that really kind of separates. I feel as though on this main roster in parts, there's a real like wheat and chaff thing. Like we have Sasha Bailey, who feels Bianca. like Bian- Bianca Belair, who feel yeah. like they're in a whole f- different fucking division. Yeah, at the moment, and, and even sort of even going over to the Raw side, you know, Oscar has been the champion throughout all of this, and I'll, I'll, we'll put Charlotte Flair into that group just because who knows whenever the fuck she's going to come back soon, soon. Royal Rumble, but we baby. know she's going to come back and be right back up there also, and yeah. um, and so there's like there's four or five women who are doing the all the work, and they're doing the be- they're yeah. the best at doing it. Well, and also there's uh, there's a a glutton of talent in NXT. Oh that they my could, god! They could poach a couple. If we were couple. taking just like we like rank the women in WWE, all three brands or four brands, if you want to include the UK, uh, I'd say I'd say it'd be a five five kind of split. NXT, you know, within that top ten, there'd be five main yeah. rosters, five NXTs. In in who knows what the order might be, but. Yeah, I mean, Eosh, ah. I can just we can just look at our fucking war games teams, and be like, yep, all of them are better than a yeah. huge chunk of performers on the main roster. Yeah, it's so weird. It's so weird. Yeah, we'll see. I don't get how that uh, happens. What was it like before? What was it like for? No, okay, maybe not before. What was it like? The before times. No, 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 no. I don't want to talk about the before the times. No, dressed. Mike. I mean, like, no. I meant for I men's know. wrestling. Like, was there a point where the the difference between the skilled and the unskilled was huge? Like, was did was there a point where that existed that you can recall? Uh, not. I guess not because, like, back then, I don't know. Back then, and they didn't do as much wrestling, but they were still all knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, now everyone can do anything pretty much. I don't know. What well, more? Well, I was gonna say, like, it doesn't seem like that because you know, yeah, if we were to put, you know, if we were, yeah, looking at this women's division, like the ones who are great are so much. I feel as though it's so much better than the ones who aren't. And there's like this huge middle ground where nobody, nobody really occupies. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. I, don't I was just curious if that ever happened with a men's division also where there was such a gap between the best and the worst. Yeah. I'm sure. I don't know. It's all. If you look at. I don't know. It's all opinionated anyway. So. Yeah. Well, well you can you, you can share that. Okay. You don't, you don't have to. I'm, I'm pu- <laughs> maybe I'm putting you on the spot with a question. That was, uh, that was a bit. I, know, I mean, I know it's all subjective. I was just curious to, uh, no, to no, hear your it. take on it. Yeah. No, I get it. I'm just not sure. That's okay. That's then that's fine. Yeah. So let's move to the main event. Uh, Jay Uso. He's getting a bunch of these main events. He's taking on Kevin Owens. Uh, but anyway, yeah, the match was fine. It was uh, going all right until Uso's had enough. And he just grabs a chair, starts wailing away on Owens. So we get the DQ. Uh, but eventually Owens counters him, hits a stunner, and he starts beating Uso around. And he's just talking into the camera, saying, hey, Reigns, you watching? Come find me. So he just beats him up and one more stunner. So Owen stands tall and Reigns and Heyman watch from the back angrily. So I guess that's your other TLC match. That sounds like it could be the other TLC match. Jey Uso has now main evented SmackDown three weeks in a row. 
I yeah. think, which is wild just to think about. Just to th- oh my god, excuse and me, just to think about that. Like, yeah, probably like eight of the last twelve weeks he made it. It feels like so. Daniel Bryan has fallen to Jey Uso, and now KO felt you know. He, I mean, I guess he stood out on top at the end, but you know he lost. <clears throat> or I guess nah, he, he was DQ'd, but you know these are yeah, um, you know to just talented people at, at in this main event and Kevin Owens is going to get a title shot sooner rather than later. Yeah. Cause I mean, it seemed like it was either going to be him or Daniel Bryan for the next Roman Reigns thing. So why not do both? Do one in December, one at the rumble and boom, we're off to WrestleMania. And of course, and <laughs> yeah, where the trajectory we're on right now, Reigns is champion at least to mania. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! No one's oh, no yeah. one's taking this down. I hope we can do some cool <laughs> shit with it though. Uh, Definitely. While we're Have while we're in matches. the process, uh, and that was SmackDown Live. It was. Uh, let's just move right over to Monday. Raw. Let's get raw. Monday Raw <laughs> night. Ew. Uh, another great one coming up. Anything uh, kind of on the – did they announce anything kind of going? Not entirely mm-hmm. sure. You know, sometimes they'll announce a match before sometimes, the actual yeah. thing starts. Anyways, we do kick off this week's show with um, Alexa Bliss ready in the ring for us, waiting for a moment of bliss. Yeah, a slightly new set. She's got like this little baby doll in a cage. For her table now. Yeah. I don't know. I I, 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 uh. <laughs> I, I feel as though 97% of this uh, Alexa Bliss imagery is kind of derived from any of the Tim Burton movies. I bet you could sort of, there's a Tim Burton movie somewhere where there's a doll in a cage. And Alexa Bliss was like, yep, <laughs> that's that. That's this look. And then like the next one is, you know, just. Oh. I'm sure there's a bunch, yeah. bunch of influences here. Uh, but she brings out her guest, Randy Orton. Who's got a unique look of his own for him. He's wearing a hoodie and shorts. I flat out did not know who this was. <laughs> who is this man? <laughs> I saw. I've is never seen Randy Orton wearing shorts. And shorts. Up until this point, I didn't think he owned shorts. I thought he owned. He's. Yeah. Uh, Remember when we saw him wrestling pants like a month oh, ago? Oh, that was for a little bit? so weird. When he was doing like, he was like the fake cameraman. Yeah. He looked that was so funny. weird. Oh, my God. Uh. <laughs> So anyways, they go over what's happened uh, with The Fiend showing up last week and costing him the match. So Bliss says, did you ever ask yourself why he did that to you? Norton says he knows Bray Wyatt, but he never met The Fiend. And, you know, just goes over their history and he, he found Wyatt's vulnerability and burned it to the ground. So now he just needs to find The Fiend's weakness. And you know what? He thinks he has, referring to Alexa, of course. So... Then the lights shut down, and then the fiend appears in the ring, but Orton has now picked up Alexa, carrying her like his bride. Uh, but then the fiend just like walks over to him with his arms outstretched, just kind of signals, give me her. So Randy drops Alexa to him and then just rolls out of the ring, laughing at the fiend. He thinks he's, uh, he thinks he's got him. I think we may have found uh, <clears throat> the fiend's weakness. The fiend never let anybody in before. Ah, he's always yeah. He wants you to let him in, but, but he doesn't want to let any uh, anybody else in. This um, anything fiend related, 
always has to be viewed through like a different lens than the rest of Raw. <laughs> like always, right? They're sort of like Raw and then there's the Fiend stuff. Because, um, you know, it always seems as though we'll get kind of like a few a few little appearances, clicks and whatever here and there. Um, Peaks and valleys. Exactly. But this, uh, <laughs> yeah, Randy Wyatt could be great if it's booked well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like this. I like the... the the fiend, the Alexa. I mean, every week we get a little bit more. And, and with, you know, he's and with the he's showing he cares emotions. He doesn't want her to get hurt. With the streak that Randy's been on lately, too, if if this is booked like you know perfectly to everyone's wildest dreams, uh, there's a chance that this could this kind of feud could eclipse that of the WWE title. Yeah, I don't know where <laughs> they're gonna go if it's gonna be another weird. You know, Mike. Jeff Har- Jeff Hardy's hot. The Fiend is even hotter. I mean, uh, you know, these are these are two of the top dudes on Raw. So you're saying they're bound for each other or something? No, no, no. Hardy Fiend. No wait, did I say Hardy? What? Fuck no, I meant sorry, yeah, sorry, I, sorry. I meant Randy. Sorry, I meant to say okay, Randy. Okay, yeah, I got confused for a second. No, but no, yes, no, no, no. Uh, Randy, Randy, Rand, Rand, yes, Randy, yes. and the Fiend, uh, two of the hottest people going on Raw, short of Drew McIntyre, and. Uh, yeah, this could yeah. this could be a big feud coming up. Yeah, it's got a. How do they end it? Is it going to be another like a, a uh, cinematic? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they want to blow off this feud. Yeah, who knows? We'll see. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But in the meantime, Jeff Hardy's taking on Elias, and uh, seems like it's become the annual Symphony of Destruction match. The third annual for those of you. Uh, for those of you, <laughs> wait, what's the? Equ- so it's like only Elias can take place in the Symphony of Destruction. Yeah, nope. you know it's like Undertaker with the casket with the casket matches, and, and I'm sure other you know like uh, other people like somebody with or like you know Jinder uh, with the Punjabi prison. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you know, uh, basically, it's no no rules, falls count anywhere, and they bring and they of- bring instruments to ringside. Yeah, we've got a whole orchestra of of tools to play with uh yeah i think last time it was braun Strowman. i think the last two times it was braun Strowman. last two actually. times yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh they're brawling outside the ring uh you know trying to hit each other with violins uh hardy gets slammed into the grand piano which then starts moving on its own so elias opens the lid and our truth is inside he comes running out the gaggle chases him away uh but Hardy and Elias are like, fuck you guys. And they just start smashing them with instruments. So, <laughs> yeah, Lindsay Dorado gets hit. Gulak gets hit. And they just go back to fighting each other. Uh, and then at one point, Elias pulls out some guitar picks. Uh, and then he just puts them between his fingers like Wolverine claws. Just like punching. <laughs> that was kind of cool. Punching Hardy in the head. Uh, and then back outside the ring, Elias goes for this big running knee. But Hardy avoids. Elias smashes into a gong. It didn't really do the gong. It didn't. Wow, 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 wow. It's hard to do that, I guess, just on the spot. It is. It is. I think you need a soft mallet. <laughs> With your That's knee. kind of the thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, you need to like strike and stop, not just like go through it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyways, back at the ring, Hardy goes for his whisper in the wind. But Elias smashes him midair with a guitar, gets a two count. Uh, so Hardy rolls outside the ring and Elias is pissed now. He grabs the broken neck of the guitar. And lunges it at Hardy, who ducks, and Elias punches a hole right through this amplifier, which sends a bunch of sparks, uh, electrocuting him. The, He's twitching. The old, the old electrocution <laughs> shake. 
Yeah. This, I thought this was pretty fun. Yeah, the, I love anytime sparks fly and things like that because yeah. I'm old enough to know that sparks don't fly. If something like that happens, it's sort of like, remember? <laughs> but it looks cool. Yeah, yeah, like remember in Power Rangers, every single point of contact would be sparks flying, oh, yeah. and you're like, that's not yeah. what would happen. Uh, <laughs> but it's still fun to watch the Megazords hit each other. And the timing was good. Like, I've seen spots where. Like the sparks go off too late, and then you're like, ah, but here they went off just. Oh, of course. If you're going to do it, make sure the production <laughs> quality is proper. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. He's all twitching. He's convulsing. Hardy then just nails him in the back with the uh, bassoon. Is that what it was? The giant yes, one? Yes, that's correct. The, the bassoon. Um, and then he sets Elias up on a table, covers him with a pile of instruments. And then one of the scariest moments of the year, maybe, Hardy does this swanton bomb, crashes through the table, but. The table was set up oddly in the corner, right in front of the steel steps. So when Hardy crashes down, he slams his head right on the corner of the steps, his neck. That looked what is it with the Hardys this year? The Hardys lately have been <laughs> going off the well, rails. Just poorly planned spots. Like the stairs were right there. Why didn't they just move the table? It was table a weird. To the side it was, like they it was a weird place for it. Yeah, well, and you sort of see the way his head hits. Really, the right, the back of his head, right on those, the bottom step. I yeah, guess just it is. Bam! Right where the corner, the edge. Yeah. No, it makes you think about it, but who knows. I mean, he, I think, I haven't heard anything, so I think he's okay. I, I also uh, haven't heard anything, like, big. I feel like if it was, uh, you, the Matt Hardy, if it was like, the Matt Hardy yeah. news we heard about uh, pretty quickly yeah. afterwards. And same with Ivar, when he got, like, his pair, whatever happened to his Oh, yeah, neck. yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that one. So, hopefully he's okay. He gets the pin. He gets, pins Elias after that swanton. Uh, and then on the way out, he was playing the tambourine, so maybe he's not paralyzed. <laughs> he was smacking the tambourine to his theme song. So. Yeah, th this match had its their fun kind of moments, you know. Uh, but of yeah. course, this is a few short weeks after our illustrious guitar and pole match. Uh, <laughs> I would have stopped it right there, personally. You know, uh, I think on the pole should be the final step of any uh, <laughs> any well, maybe any feud. The Maybe the final final, they hang a guitar from uh, the ladder. Oh, yeah, guitar, you know, guitar like, <laughs> and a ladder match. Yeah, I don't know. It's the same as the pole, but... But the... the, 20, the, the My biggest takeaway from this whole thing, short of the hardy bump, was the 24-7 stuff. Uh, I yeah. feel as though... So this has been a few weeks now where matches have been interrupted due to 24-7 stuff. It just makes me feel like they have no clue what they're doing so it just to put it in somebody else's segment and it'll still kind of work out. It's uh, real weird because it seems as though right now there's more people who want the 24-7 title than people who want the United States title, the Raw Women's title, the Women's Tag titles, kind of all put together. Uh, maybe because even between between like our truth Gulak and Tazawa, like nobody wants the U.S. title right now. No one's really gunning for it. The Hurt Business is doing their own thing, but no one's gunning for it. Nobody's trying to take down Oscar. <laughs> maybe they just know to stay in their lane. Don't so uh, try to overshoot. It's so weird. Yeah, it's like it almost seems like this is the only one they're actually trying to like book, <laughs> or like one. Yeah, you know, they're actually trying to book the twenty four seven title instead of. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Bizarre. Bizarre. Yeah. But uh, we go backstage. Mustafa Ali's hanging out with Retribution. Just cutting a promo on Ricochet. And uh, you know what's happening to you, Ricochet, is what happened to all of us. We get made promises and we're lied to. We're discarded. But anyways, tonight you're going to face Slapjack. 
<laughs> so we just get that right away. Ricochet versus Slapjack. Uh, why is it always Slapjack? Why don't we ever get to see T-Bar or Mesa? Yeah, I feel like those guys are too big. Yeah, I guess that's... Uh, anyways, the match was actually going pretty well. Uh, the rest of Retribution come down to the ring. Minus Reckoning. Uh, so Ricochet tries to take out the group. But then Dana Brooke shows up. Gets in Mustafa Ali's face saying, hey, where's Reckoning? And she slaps him. And then chaos ensues. All the members jump on the apron. Uh, so Ricochet has to fight him off. Uh, Slapjack grabs him and hits. I don't even know what to call it. It was just a really cool move. His twisting single leg backdrop. Yeah, it, come, it looks like a single leg with like a crossroads kind of element to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a couple things combined, but gets a three count. So big win for Slapjack. They're finally, I think that's three wins in Slappy a row. Slappy J. Yeah. They're finally winning matches. Poor Ricochet so I, hey. at Ricochet's expense. <laughs> well, yeah. Maybe he'll join the group. I don't mm. know. <laughs> but we got Miz and Morrison in the ring for Miz TV. They bring out their guest Seamus. They're talking about his friendship with Drew. And uh, he's going to be tagging with him to face them later tonight. But uh, Miz proposes, hey, Drew. Or, uh, hey, Shame, why don't we just take out Drew and I'll cash in? But Seamus says, fuck that. And uh, they all f stand up. They come to blows. Uh, Seamus ends up getting beaten down with the briefcase. Uh, and at one point, the briefcase, the money in the bank, it opens up. And in case you were wondering, there's an actual contract in there that falls there out. There was an actual piece of paper. I always thought <laughs> yeah. it was more of like a symbolic thing. No, I like it. So Miz tucked it back in, closed the case. I guess he forgot to lock it, <laughs> but hey. that'd be You know what? That made me think of a good swerve for like one day. The guy cashes in the briefcase and he fails. And he goes, "Wait! Open the case." And there's no contract. Oh inside, yeah, yeah. So it it's just count. like it's like a sandwich. It's like a sandwich. And it's like in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> this is the real case, folks. It's the fake uh, case. Um, yeah. yeah, I didn't know Seamus was a baby face. Well, and yeah, been... this was tough. Um, having Ms. TV being the second talk show segment in like the first half of the show. Of course, we kicked off the show with a moment of bliss. Uh, yeah, that's true. Felt, uh, so it, it kind of felt like, and uh, you didn't really need that. You could have not had this. this. Could have been a backstage <laughs> encounter, really, or just yeah, like exactly uh, hit him from behind. You still do the same thing. Still achieve we the same goal. Yeah. Oh well, let's move on to women's action. We got Lana and Oscar taking on Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler. Uh, even though they beat them last week, it's still not for the titles. But uh, Lana's still looking good early on, getting some moves in. Her and Asuka perform some nice double-team moves, but then Nia takes over, starts dominating Lana, who's, uh, at one point she was on her knees, just like smacking Nia in the belly, but uh, eventually Lana slams Nia into the ring post, makes the hot tag, so Asuka just starts throwing hip attacks everywhere. She's got a great hip lunge there, but, uh, and then a bit after, Lana tags back in, but then Shayna gets her in the Kirafuda clutch, so uh, Nia tries to take out Asuka. Uh, but then Asuka ends up hitting Shayna with another hip attack to the head, who's saving Lana, who rolls over, covers Shayna, gets the three count. So another big win for Lana. Now they have to give them a tag title. So now, shot. yeah, you're still, so you're still on board. Yeah, you're still on board. I can hear the enthusiasm in your voice. Well, so here's the thing. They've won two matches now. TLC's coming up. What better step than to have a tables then, match? Then, uh, Naya threw a tables, tables match. match. Lana pushes Nia through a table, wins the titles. Oh, my God. There's your moment. 
And yeah, that that's the uh, that's the t- you know some people have the WrestleMania moment. This will be the TLC moment. That's the TLC um, moment. Yeah, this was uh, what, what bummed me out about this match is that Oscar and Shayna weren't in it much together, and they're the two better performers right now. Well, I think I uh, think Lana and Nia have zero chemistry together. Zero. Well, I think what you do is once you lose the titles, hopefully to Lana and Asuka, that splits up Shayna and Nia, leaving Shayna and Asuka to finally have their solo feud. Right. So, so they don't want to give that away right just, now. Just like we were saying earlier with the the SmackDown division, Asuka's on top and with no real threats. Uh, I mean, yeah. Alexa Bliss, Alexa Bliss, who is another, you know, another, a great performer also, we've seen her kind of side yeah, she's nowhere near the title picture nikki cross who once was in the scene you know is now no more uh yeah baszler oscar sounds like the thing to do but yeah now it's like we've booked ourselves in this weird corner where it's like we got to get it off of them so we can put it on that and then uh it does suck it, it does suck when you know this is oscar lana is the push right now and not like the riot squad well they're the next in line. You no, know, next in line. It sort of feels like the women's division, at least. Oscar Lana can only last so long. Yeah, it does sort of feel like the women's division on the whole right now, even on the SmackDown side. It's always like the, what's the next one? <laughs> because, you know, Sasha's not going to lose to Carmella. Uh, so who's the <laughs> next one? Um, Asuka, who's Asuka's next one? Um, even if even if Asuka and Lana walk away with tag champs, who's the next one? <laughs> Shane, oh, the next for the tag. The next for the, for the tag. Moment. Sorry, yeah, the next for that tag. Right, squad. That's yeah, it's always like we're th- and then okay, that's, that's you know we're thinking kind of like two steps in the future on all of these, on all of these. Oh, I'm happy with Lana holding it for a while. Yeah, but I then I guess we 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 <laughs> then we just fall back into that same kind of thing that we had a few months ago where it's the same women hold all the titles. Like we're back to when like the uh, Sasha Bailey thing. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Kind of back to that. I just want. I just want to spread the love, you know. Yeah. I'm fine more titles that. on more people. In theory, there should be four women holding the title. Uh, a title. Yeah, not three. Not be. two. Ah, oh, you know. Be nice to see. Well, it'll be nice to see Lana get that big another big win. Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, well, New Day come out talking about uh, beating the Hurt Business a bunch already, but then the Hurt Business come out saying, "Hey, man." We're actually two tied up two two, uh, and we're gonna win next time we get those tag title shot. But anyways, in the meantime, they're just gonna have one on one. Xavier Woods, Woods, Cedric Alexander, uh, they just have a good match, and Cedric hits lumbar check, gets the win. Whoo! That's all there is. It's just a fun match. Yeah, sometimes that's all. Sometimes that's all you have to do. Feud's still going on though. Uh, TLC coming yeah. up. Yeah, where hopefully Harper's just win the titles finally. They could, yeah. Uh, but we go backstage. AJ Styles is hanging out with Omos. Omos? Omos? I forget. Uh, Osmos. <laughs> Omos is hanging out. Uh, when Riddle walks up, says, hey, Skipper, you better hop out of the way because I'm getting the carrot tonight. And then Omos starts laughing. And AJ says, why is that so funny? And Omos has to explain that Skipper is the name of Riddle's bunny. Establishing they have this friendship going on. Oh, because how else would weed. how else would you know the name of someone's bunny? Yeah, so I bet they blaze up together. But uh, AJ says it doesn't even make sense. Rabbits don't skip; they hop. 
But Riddle says he's already got a turtle named Hoppy. So AJ doesn't like any of this. And he just shoves Riddle. Walks away. Riddle smiles and says, I'll get you back, bro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that just leads us right into the sudden death triple threat match AJ Styles Riddle Keith Lee uh, but it's just a regular triple threat sudden death doesn't mean anything because it's always sudden death hmm. unless it's elimination right I guess yeah which is not sort the default putting a, so. yeah putting a I guess it just sounds cool. I guess it does yeah uh, so the winner of course will face Drew for the title at TLC uh, yeah, we just got a good match here. Once again, Omos on the outside, helping AJ, just literally lifting him up to the ring apron like a child. And, you know, we get a bunch of great high-flying moves, people diving to the floor, uh, Keith Lee looking like the brick shit powerhouse, tossing people around. Uh, and Riddle showing some great strength as well when he's got he's got Keith Lee hoisted up for a powerbomb. But then his back gives out. <laughs> as uh, most backs would. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but soon after, he hits Lee with a big knee strike. But then AJ comes flying in with the phenomenal forearm. Uh, and that gets him the three count. AJ Styles versus Drew McIntyre for the title. That'll be At great. At TLC. Yeah. Yeehaw. You know what? I think, uh, yeah, AJ's so established heel right now. It really helps to push Drew's climb up. And you just know you're guaranteed a good match. Yeah, we're guaranteed a good match. Uh, yeah, one of Keith Lee's best matches, I got to say, on the main roster. I mean, yeah, yeah. Even, uh, yeah, it was just no screwy, no bullshit. Yeah. Even if he doesn't win, it was just a good match. No, DC, All very no different, bullshit. but all worked. But it completely worked out. Yeah, exactly. Two of your, I mean, yeah, two of the supposed big NXT call-ups of this year that haven't been utilized fully, Riddle and Lee. Well, I mean, this is uh, this is Matt Riddle's second show now. He went from SmackDown on, to Raw. Yeah, only his second. No, sorry, I mean like, well, he he, oh, he got called yeah, up sorry, to the main sorry. roster, and they already switched. Yes, and he already yes. switched brands once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you meant second episode. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, let's move on because Dana Brooke is taking on Reckoning. Finally, finally, after months. She's been on the show for months, and she has not wrestled a single match. She's finally making her in-ring debut. Uh, and within about five seconds, her mask is knocked off, and now she is how she should look. She's just Mia Yim, pretty much. Uh, but, yeah, Dana gets some offense in, but then Mustafa Ali jumps on the apron, distracting her. So Reckoning tries to take advantage. Uh, yeah, she hits a big boot on Dana, or she tries to big boot Dana, but... She avoids it and rolls up Mia for the three count. The roll up. So, so fucking Reckoning loses her debut. Uh, I don't like that, but I guess she's like she's like two months behind the other members of Retribution, so she'll finally start winning uh, in a little while. Wow. But I don't know. Good for Dana, I guess. That's our third roll up this year. <laughs> uh, afterwards, Ali's yelling at Reckoning. You have the audacity to fail me. You embarrass me. There's no failure in retribution. So maybe, I don't know, maybe she'll say fuck you and leave and just be me again. Yeah, this one felt weird. Um, I think if we were to compare uh, in terms of wrestling couples on the main roster, I would say uh, Mia Yim and Keith Lee are doing a little bit better than the Canellises. Uh, because, you know, because they're both there still. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Both have faced some pretty sturdy things. I feel as though if who was the other one? It was Raquel Gonzalez. What about she her? She was the other no Mercedes. Mercedes. Sorry, Mercedes. sorry, Mercedes Martinez. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. I feel as though Mercedes, yeah, Mercedes Martinez and Reckoning could have been, you know, uh, retribution through the women's tag division. Yeah, that would have been great. And then something happened, leaving Mia Yim, the odd woman out, mm -hmm. uh, without getting a push to the main event scene. You think retribution would be kind of like, you know, pushing this woman towards Asuka. Uh, Mia yeah. Yim Asuka would be a banger. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'd be all for that. So but... I hope that whatever's happening... It doesn't bury her. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's their way of breaking her off from that. And if so and if that's the case, so they can have, you know, sort of retribution be this even four men thing, then sure, be it. But Mia Yim, just being on Raw, she's already be one of the better performers on Raw. Yeah. So now let her perform. Let them play. Don't let her pretend she's getting eaten by bees or whatever that thing is. Oh, Yeah. Few weeks. That was dumb. That was weird. The, uh, the possession. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we go backstage. Mismo approach AJ and almost and present them with a victory pie, a good old Georgia peach pie, AJ's favorite. But he says, "Cut the crap. I know what you're up to. You want my help so you can cash in. I'll do it. I'll help you." Uh, so Miz and Morrison are like, "Why are you so willing to help us?" And he says, "Duh." Be a lot easier to beat you, Miz, than having to fight Drew. And even Morrison says, <laughs> sorry, he's right. <laughs> but uh, anyways, we'll see you out there. Oh, leave the pie. But almost says, that's not pie, that's cupcake. What? <laughs> You've been hanging out with Riddle too much. Ah, that was weird. Well, I cupcake. think because to him... Oh, because it's, it's so because he's, he's so big. So big oh, him holding a normal-sized pie is like him holding a cupcake. I understand. I thought it was just like a mistranslation. No, no, he's talking a lot though now. This, uh, this almost. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Give him some, give him some character. Like a good bodyguard, uh, a good bodyguard role. That's fun. Yeah, Georgia peach pie, folks. Peach pie. I didn't know that's what they like. Well, he, he uh, I think he, uh, AJ Styles from Georgia, so that makes sense. Well, I know he's from. I didn't know the peach was associated. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Is that on their flag? State flag. Um, peach. <laughs> it could be. Well, I've heard of like a, like peach tree TV. Remember that? Yeah, I guess that's Atlanta. It's live that's from true. Atlanta. Yeah, I've been to Atlanta. A lot of streets, like uh, you know, like North Peachtree Avenue and Peachtree Street, and I think I've been to Atlanta. Like Hot Atlanta. <laughs> was it hot when you went? Uh, well, I went in the spring, so it wasn't. You know, yeah, was so there are Six Flags hot. in Atlanta? I went to Six Flags. I can't remember what state. That'd be a long drive to get to Six Flags. It probably wasn't. It was probably the closer yeah, one. Then. Yeah, yeah. It's probably Darien Lake. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but let's move on. We got a main event here. Tag team. Drew McIntyre and Sheamus uh, taking on Miz and Morrison. And you got AJ sitting on the commentary with his bodyguard. And, uh, you know, Drew and Sheamus, they're working well together. But uh, at one point, Morrison just throws Sheamus into the ring post, tosses him over the barricade, getting rid of him. And then AJ comes flying in with a phenomenal forearm. So there's a DQ there. But Styles doesn't matter. He just keeps beating up... Uh, Drew, he grabs the briefcase. Morrison hits McIntyre with the Starship Pain. Miz hits the skull-crushing finale. Almost hands the briefcase to Styles, who hands it to the ref. But then the Miz snatches it away angrily and says, Hey, this is mine. But then he says, Okay, 
actually I'll do it. And he gives it to the ref. But with all this time, Drew is able to recover and he just tosses them outside the ring and Claymore's Miz. Uh, then he goes over to Styles, but AJ makes a cool exit as he just like backflips over the ropes right onto almost his <laughs> shoulders. Then he carries him away like an angry toddler. Like, I could have beat you. Yeah. I could have beat you. And AJ Styles acting <laughs> like kicking. an angry toddler. Yeah, I love it. Uh, yeah, that was fun, though. Fun little good tease with Miz with all those finishers. I was like, oh, boy, mm-hmm. this could be close. Yeah, a little but, a little uh, too much going on, it felt like. But uh, but everything kind of everything kind of wrapped up in the end. Yeah, it was a funny video. Yeah, with at the end with there. some <laughs> with some good actions and like and like we've said dozen I'm sure dozens of times here on the podcast before and that is that AJ Styles is damn good at his job. Oh yes. One one of the best. One of the ever. best ever. Yeah. There I said it. Yeah. And that I said and that it. was our closing segment of Monday <laughs> Night Raw, Mike. That means that uh I think it's about time we take a quick break. Let's do that. Let's do the break. We'll come back. We got some trivia, of course. Winner is coming, so you're going to want to stick around. For Wednesday night, we'll be right back. We're back, folks. Part two. Thanks for sticking it out through the break there. Hi. Um... Should we just get right into some action? Because, of course, we have our big Wednesday Night War. Of course, winter is coming, and we want to get to that. But let's do our kind of like second half tradition, and let's play a little bit of trivia. Trivia. Woo! Trivia. Woo! Let us play. Mike, I have five questions here for you. I got six. Ooh, fun. You know what that means. All right. I'll kick it off. I'll continue it because it's the same as I did last week because there was just so much. We couldn't cover it all in one, Uh, but we are talking about world title changes that have happened on Raw. Only Raw, but any of the three world titles, you know, the WWE title, the Universal title, the retired big gold heavyweight title. Understand? I understand the rules. Now let us play. So let's, yeah. Let's start off with one. uh, They are kind of difficult because they're pretty specific. They are very specific, a lot of them. I give hints where I can. Okay. Uh, But let's start off with one that I think you can get. Um, So last time we covered, you correctly guessed that Miz Miz. was the first man. The first man to ever cash in Money in the Bank on Raw. Uh, So can you tell me the two other men who cashed in on Raw to win the world heavyweight title? More than and they both won the big gold. Oh, wow, these, these two both guys. won the big gold belt. Okay, so who, yeah, by cashing. I'm gonna say, uh, I can. I'm gonna say those two people would be the big gold belt. I'm gonna say Edge and Randy. Edge and Randy. No, unfortunately, uh, one of them Edge got cashed in on by CM Punk. CM Punk. That chick magnet, that guy. Uh, But the other one I thought you would get, uh, Dolph Ziggler had one of the best cash-ins when he cashed in on Del Rio to win the world title. Oh, Del Rio. Okay. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's all right. That's all right. That's warm enough. I may have known that he won. Did he win uh, one of the Money in the Banks at Mania? No. It was was a standalone uh, thing? It was its own pay-per-view. Yeah. That's okay. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Mike, uh, winner's coming. 
<laughs> yeah. I don't know if you know about that. So today, Mike, we have some winter trivia. Hey, okay. Um, Mike. I'm fond of winter. Yeah, yeah. Quite fond of winter, you know, as a Canadian. You, some people hate some it. Some people do hate it. Experience it a lot. I don't like the cold. I mean, who likes the no, cold? Yeah, but no, I, I live yeah, with it. Nobody relishes the cold. But yeah, you just fucking put yeah. on your long johns and shut the hell up. Yeah. Uh, I think I enjoy the fact that I get to experience every single season. Yeah. Yeah. We get to see the leaves change. We get to see the <laughs> flowers grow. And we get like two or three months of hot. Exactly. Mike, so Sorry. all of this trivia is all going to be winter trivia. So, Mike, in 2020, uh, what day does the winter season begin? <laughs> uh, so I said it earlier, but I don't even know if it's correct because they have changed things in our lifetime. They have changed things. You know that? Things have A lot of things have changed in our <laughs> lifetime, Mike. <laughs> but I mean things like when daylight saving starts and ends, and now I think even things like when winter starts and ends. I don't know. From my memory, it was always the 21st, you know, like December 21st, March 21st, all that. It was always that. So I'm just going to stick with December 21st. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. You're Yay. right. Uh, at least this year, you are right. Yeah, things will sort of change, but it's always within those first few days. <laughs> like, it's, it's always yeah, within two around, days. But, uh, but yeah, there you go. I was confident. You were, and you said it right off the bat with the show, and I was like, "This this guy knows it." That was yeah. What a funny little thing. This guy eh? gets it. Okay, Um, let's go along here. We're talking. The year is 1999, so you can picture some guys. We're talking about February 1999. Who did The Rock defeat? In a ladder match on Monday Night Raw to win the WWF title. Okay, now I was burned in the early Attitude Era last week because I think I had <laughs> I had all the names and definitely like everybody would have faced each other at one point, but uh, yeah. but like none of my answers were right. Uh, <laughs> so I but I know that I I'm gonna go with one of those names that I was just harping on for the rest of the for the rest of the week cuz I was like oh my god I cuz I know he won the title within these times I just have no clue if where and when and hell one was even in an empty fucking S- S- Super Bowl <laughs> dome I think the I'm going to just fuck I got is, yeah I have to get one of these answers right I have to use his name and get it right is it mankind for all mankind, yes. you have gotten the answer. <laughs> yes, I knew eventually if I kept saying, man, I think I used him twice last week, wrong on both accounts. No, you got it. If I-, I mean, it was a bit of a confusing timeline. The belt was hot potatoing a bit. He won it. He lost it. He won it in the empties, halftime, Super Bowl. And you, like and you always talk about, and you, you've spoken before of those rock mankind, of, of, yeah. of the like few. The, the first mankind win is one of the biggest wins for me ever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, good stuff. You got it. You've spoken of that before. Yes. Okay. All right. Mike, Give question number winter. two. In Canada, which official holidays occur in the winter season? Official holidays, we're talking Official. Here. And I went on the Canada.ca website for that. So this is like official, like stat holiday we're talking? An official day. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll start with the big one, the Christmas. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you know what? Boxing Day is official. So I'm going with Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. You work that day, you get paid extra, folks. That's, that's the best now. part about working Boxing Day. Uh, then, of course, we skip New Year's Eve. That's not official. New Year's Eve is just party. But New Year's Day is official, folks. Uh, that covers the month of January. 
Uh, but here in Canada, folks, we have Family Day in February. Family Day is a great day because uh, it's a free holiday. Then we move over to March where things can get tricky. Well, I guess this is when winter ends is in March. Uh, Easter. Does Easter sometimes fall in March? Sometimes it does. I don't know. This is where it fucks me up a yep. bit. This is the game break. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Easter and Easter is another tricky one, too, because there's like two holidays, but only one's a real holiday, I think. <laughs> there's a fake holiday. <laughs> there's a fake? No, because he died and then he rose. That's, that's the whole Well, shtick. allegedly. Allegedly. But, <laughs> allegedly. Like it's a crime uh, he committed. Allegedly. Sure. Jesus. Uh, well, uh, I'm pretty sure Easter Monday is the fake one. Well then, Easter Sunday, and then they're Good Friday. Uh, like that's this is one. This is the hardest one. Okay. But I'm gonna go with Good Friday is the official holiday, and I guess that's the end of my road. You had five total days. Well, Mike, I gotta say, you're right and wrong. Maybe I should have. Okay. Yes. Um. Christmas, Christmas Day mm -hmm. holiday, Boxing Day yeah. holiday, New Year's Day holiday. Um. Family Day is a holiday, I guess, but it's different things in every province. Yeah, I've seen that before. And I think calendar. it's like a day off, you know, <laughs> in fucking BC and Yukon, it's like on the 15th or something instead. Yeah. So I, I will give you that even, yeah, I will give you that one. Um, but you were wrong on the whole Easter Good Friday stuff. That occurs yeah, that one well after into April. It, uh, yeah, uh, April okay. and on the holiday spectrum, it's the Good Friday, which is the uh, which is the holiday. Okay. Well, at least I got that yeah, part. Yeah. Yeah, right. so you kind of you over For some you reason I felt a like... little bit, but uh yeah, you got all you got the 3. You know what? I think I got Easter and WrestleMania confused. <laughs> well, <laughs> Cuz sometimes WrestleMania bleeds into early March. Yeah, Mar early um, winter ends March 20th. <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah, an early an early mania. Okay. All right. Let's move along. Uh, well, fun fact, while we're at this, so we've been, a lot of questions, you may have noticed, 1999's popping up a lot. Yeah. Because that happens to be the year that the world title changed hands the most times. 11 times in one year. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is fucked. That was the Mennonite Wars, though? Yeah. That was, it was fun. So speaking of that timeline, you know, we've been talking all these names. Uh, so let's move along to summer of 99, the day after SummerSlam. Who did Triple H defeat to win his first WWF title hmm. on Monday Night Raw? His first WWF title. Okay, so ever. We already had. Okay, so yeah, we so know we pretty similar timeline. Six yeah, so later. we know Rock and Mankind were involved. I think there was an answer last week where yeah, it was uh. Well, I guess I think it was Kane and Austin was around there, maybe a few months removed in either direction. So those are also names I can throw in. I can't picture Triple H and Kane. I can't picture that. I'm trying to just picture what I, I'm trying to picture. I'm trying to set the scene. You know who's yeah, who's the I'll ref? Uh, what signs is the uh, raucous crowd behind them holding? <laughs> I'm trying to picture. You know the whole the whole thing, and it's going to be one of those names that I just named. Uh, so I'm going to say he beat the Rock. Final answer. Ah, no, sorry. But, yeah, this one was kind of tricky because I went with back to back. No way! It was also mankind. Damn it. Damn it. Yes. Damn it. Uh, 
And it was a very mankind won it at SummerSlam and lost at the very the next, next day. Night. Oh Jesus! Yeah, so that was another. There was a. It was a wild, wild year. Nineteen ninety nine was a wild year, baby. Yeah, it was crazy. Wow. But there you go. Okay, Mike. This one's going to be a multiple choice question here for you. Okay. Uh, the Winter War began just three months into World War II when the USSR invaded which country? I'm going to give you four options. We have Finland, Latvia, Estonia, or the Ukraine. Ah, well, the one that I thought of before you even gave me the options, I'm going to say Ukraine. Ukraine final answer, not today. The correct answer was Finland. Finland. I don't know why I thought you. It was a very short war. Apparently, lasted for like a year or something like that. But there you go. (laughs) All right. All right. Okay, we're talking about world title stuff on Monday Night Raw here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, sometimes world title reigns, they don't end the way that they should. Sometimes a title just has to be given up. Uh, it's happened many times, unfortunately. But can you tell me how many times has the world title been vacated on Monday Night Raw? Vacated on Monday Night Raw. Okay, so, yeah. um, so wait, on, are... on Raw, they vacate. They either come out and give the title up or that's where they deliver the news. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's been vacated this many. Okay, times. so Finn vacated like the day after he won. Mm-hmm. So that I can I can I can I can, pay, I can set that scene. <laughs> so you know there's a minimum. I know of there's one. one. <laughs> um, I'm trying I'm trying to picture. I can't really picture anyone else vacating a title. Um, I know yeah. that. I know that Edge had a particularly tearful goodbye. But was there a title associated with it? I can't really picture. I'm going to throw Edge's name in there just because yeah. he gets hurt a lot too. Uh, so I feel like the <laughs> odds are there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, as I'm going to say, bad. Finn Edge too. Um, it probably happened a couple other times. Maybe um, maybe it was in one of those. Yeah, maybe John Cena did it. Uh, who the I'm going to say four times total. Nope, five. Five. You got yes. it. It has been five times. Uh, so, yes, they were the ones you mentioned. Uh, Shawn Michaels. There was the, I don't know if you've heard the infamous Lost My Smile speech. Oh, is that the one where he, could... he had to leave because he was doing cocaine? <laughs> well, he had an injury and there was other <laughs> well, things. But, it yeah. Was the injury in his nose because he was doing too much cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> he was doing a lot of things. Uh, another one that happened recently that you forgot was Roman Reigns. When his oh yeah! Came back. Oh my God! Yeah, that's well. That's yeah, the so old that was... Roman. That doesn't even count. <laughs> but, yeah, but uh, there's one more that I think I forgot. Shawn Michaels might have done it twice. I can't remember what the fifth one is off the top of my head. It's something. But anyways, you got it. You got it correct. There we go. Oh, that was sweet. There we go. Mike, I have one. My final winter question here for you. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mike, during the winter. Is the uh, is the Earth at its closest or furthest from the sun? Uh, during our winter, during the winter in which you stand in, <laughs> wherever that winter may yeah. be, but Mike, the winter that you find yourself, yeah, is the Earth at its closest or furthest point from the sun? See, I feel like this could be tricky because. So wait, so the point that I'm standing at. Mm-hmm. Is the Earth closest or furthest from the sun? Uh, 
I mean, you would think it's furthest because colder, but unless there's some trick here going on. But you said the point that I'm standing at. So here in Canada, directly where not the you other are. Side of the world. <laughs> Uh, I'll say furthest. You're saying furthest. You should have said closest, Mike. <laughs> You're right. It was one of those trick, excuse me, trick questions. Because while the Earth is at its closest to the sun, it's the Earth's axis, which is facing away from the sun, um, leading to the uh, creation of the seasons, rotating on the axis, which is why each hemisphere experiences winter and summer months at opposing times. Huh. There you go. There you go. Okay. Um, well, this one's a, a weird one, and it might be hard if you don't know it. Okay. But it's a fun fact. It happened. There was one episode of Raw where we saw two new WWE champions crowned on the same show. Can you tell me who those two people were? Wow. Um... Well, I know there was the night. There was the night. No, I think it was a pay per view where all three Shield members held it. That was pay per view. Um, maybe so. Must so I'm I'm gonna say it must have been a triple threat of some kind. Wait, you sorry? Can you repeat the question? Sorry. Yeah. So on an episode of Raw, yeah. there was two new WWE champions crowned in the same yeah, night. Yeah. So it must have been. So this person won a title. This person won the title, and then later on in the night, someone else won the title. So two new champions in the same show. Yeah, so it must have been a triple threat of some kind or a win and then cash. Uh, unless one Miz won when he cashed. We established that. Hmm. But is do I think he... Yeah, it must have been a cash or a triple threat. I really can't... Like, nothing really comes to mind. Fuck. Yeah, it's a tricky... Or some kind of one of those, like... Because it means the one person only held the belt for a Like, bit. somebody walked in with it, and then one person held it for a small amount of time, and then one person finished the show with it. So it's kind of like in the middle of the show. Like, in the middle, there was a small point where somebody had it. And I have to name to you all three of those people, or... Sorry, the two people Just who two I thought people. were new. Fuck, this is a hard two one. Two people who won the title. I mean, sometimes there are ways to win a title without... You know, a previous champion and things like that. Like we talked about. Earlier, oh, yeah. If it's like if it's like, like a like a fucking what, what are those matches where it's like you pin them and you win it. But then. I the mean, match it's a is title. Still going you won on. the title. Not yeah, fuck. This is hard. I'm no, going to say John. I'm going to say John Cena and uh, Randy Orton. Well, you got hey. one. You got John Cena. <laughs> okay. Uh, but the other name is, uh, might surprise you, Rey Mysterio. So what happened was, there, yeah, the, the belt was vacant. Uh, there was a tournament, a big tournament, and, tournament, and it culminated on Raw. Rey Mysterio won the tournament, so he was crowned WWE champion. And then John Cena, who was away for a while, makes his big return. He's like, hey, Rey, why don't we fight for that title? Which is kind of a heel move after Rey already had a match. But Rey said yes, and then John Cena beat him in the main event, winning the title. So two titles in one night, and that was a Monday Night Raw. Wow. Yeah, it was a wild night. Yeah, that's good. That's... It was, uh, yeah, but it's very specific, <laughs> so it's hard. Yeah. But you still well, got half of go. it. I got one of them right. Yeah. Okay. That was trivia. That was our trivia, folks. Should we keep moving on in the show? 
Let's do it. Let's do it because, like we've been saying, like 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 the whole theme of the show is being is that winter is coming. So let's take our little stop over to TNT's Dynamite. AEW, all elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet because war is here. Winter is coming. Um, possibly the biggest match in Dynamite history. Ah, uh, yeah, you could for sure. Um, very appropriate title, like we said. It was a very, it was a rarely cold night down in Florida. It was. The heaters uh, were blasting on the ring. You know, when we got kind of like yeah, that. Yeah, I could see some breath coming off yeah, some folks. Yeah. Uh, nothing new for us here in Canada. <laughs> well, we were used but, to it. I mean, Kenny's Canadian as yeah, well. Yeah, he so. gets it. So is Chris Jericho. But yeah. Anyways, we're kicking things off with the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal. Uh, so, of course, we get a bunch of men coming in the ring, but the match itself ends when you get to a final two, because the next week, those final two will face in singles action for the the, the prize, the diamond ring. That $50,000 diamond ring. Yeah, and I think they established that it is the same ring, so if MJF loses, he'll have to hand it MJF's over. MJF's going to replace, MJF's gonna replace all the di- real diamonds on it with fake diamonds. <laughs> that's what I that's do. That's what I would do. Uh, so anyways, we get some fun action. Silver and Reynolds are working well. Uh, they start teaming up with Hangman, getting some eliminations. Uh, and they like start celebrating with Hangman. They're acting real friendly. Of course. So, well, you know, if you were che- if you were checking in on being the elite this week, you would know that oftentimes when the Dark Order are having a fun time together, laughing, clinking their their drinks together, Hangman is uh, leering into the rooms. You know, uh, very somber, <laughs> very somber at yeah. that. He wishes he could be a part of uh, such a such a friendship. And you know, of course, the group you know featuring Anna J, um, Evil U. Uno and the being the elite champion. He still John got it. Silver, oh baby, he still got it. Of course, <laughs> last week um, we did have our number one contender hot chip eating contest where Trent came out on top. And this week, uh, you know, we, we need to start defending this title. So what better way than to defend a title than to have a throw little packs of mustard into a bowl? competition first Ah. to do so wins the title um and it has to stay in the bowl right Mm -hmm. uh, we're getting a couple tosses we're gonna tell a couple tosses back more they're fast forwarding the footage because god damn it this taking for a long time finally nick nick (laughs) nick and matt jackson they've had enough they have a flight to catch in three hours okay here's here's what i'm gonna do first one to get first one to uh uh, to land the mustard pack into the uh into the bowl gets 500 dollars right to your paypal account a little extra motivation from the ceos Keep mm. tossing, keep tossing, nothing happening. These these boys are getting tired. They're saying, we need to catch this flight. That's it. I'm putting $1,000 on the line for the first person to sink it. So not only will you be receiving the most illustrious title in professional wrestling, you will also be getting a cash prize. Good Lord. And after, after dozens and dozens, if not hundreds, of mustard packs were thrown, finally, John Silver stuck it right <laughs> in there. Uh, retaining his BTE championship, and he's the proud owner of a thousand dollars straight to his PayPal account. Damn, that's a good that's a good day at that's work. That's a good day at work. All right, well, uh, MJF back in the match. He's helping his new inner circle brother Sammy Guevara out, showing he's in. He's in with the inner circle. Mm-hmm. And there was moments where Wardlow was just like literally sitting in front of them, just like protecting. Yeah, him just in being the, the br- brick shit house that he is. Yeah, I like it. 
Uh, then your boy, Sean Spears, gets eliminated early on by Scorpio Sky. But he's not having that, so he gets the metal slug, loads his glove, cheap shots Scorpio, leading to his elim- elimination. Uh, but then soon after, Silver and Reynolds get eliminated by Hardy. Uh, Hardy was a bit of a heel. He was getting some booze in this match. I think the well, he uh, he eliminated insane. one of the private party. Private party. Yeah, it's I think even JR was confused. Like, yeah. what? He's like, did he, did he know we just did that? So it was weird. It was kind of weird. Mm. But uh, anyways, as uh, Silver and Reynolds, they're on their way out with the rest of Dark Order. But then Hangman gets thrown over the rope, drop kick to the floor. But the Dark Order catches him, saves him from elimination, tosses him back. He in does the this ring. thing where he's like, push me it. back, push me back. Yeah, he's, like, yeah. he's like, no, no. And like, like he's yeah. crowd surfing and he's trying to direct where he yeah. wants to go. He's like, let's go, boys. It was great. Yeah. I love it. This tease. It's a good tease. Of course. Well, I mean, uh, and the Dark Order is, for the past few months now, they've been leaderless. Yeah. Hangman. That'd be a great pickup. Uh, so he's back in the match, but soon after, Matt Hardy eliminates him. It's getting even more heat. Tons of heat from Matt Hardy for all that. He was eliminating all the favorites. Uh, but anyways, Miro, he had a strong showing. He was looking like a big guy, picking up a bunch of eliminations. He got four in a row at one point, kind of coming down the stretch, too. Yeah, just boom, boom. Yeah. Uh, so eventually it comes down to him, Miro, Jungle Boy, and the three members of the Inner Circle. Uh, so the Inner Circle, they all gang up on the big Miro, and they eventually dump him to the floor, leaving Jungle Boy all alone against the three of them. Uh, and then Jungle Boy and Sammy just have this awesome sequence. They're on like the outside. Oh the edge my of god! The apron. I was on the edge of my seat for this one. <laughs> yeah, they're doing flips. They're jumping on the ropes. They're hanging on by their toes. Uh, it's uh, Sammy Guevara being oh, fuck. He's so good, and we never see it, or I never see it. I never see it. Well, this you know maybe this is what it's all leading to because uh, the two men they climb to the top of the turnbuckle, and then MJF runs in. He shoves Jungle Boy, which causes him and Sammy Guevara to both fall down, hit the floor. Uh... So they're both eliminated. Wait, easy there. MJF uh, was trying to was he was saving Sammy Guevara. He was saving saving his friend. He was trying. He was trying. But he took him out at the same time. Okay. Uh but at the same time he's celebrating him and Wardlow think they've won, but it's a battle royal. We got to have the spot of the man who's passed out on the floor. And that man this time was Orange Cassidy. So he never got eliminated. He's still in. So they bring him into the ring. Uh MJF says, "We got this in the bag." He's just posing by the ropes, acting cocky. Letting Wardlow do the work. Uh, but Cassidy fights back. He shoves Wardlow into MJF, knocks him over the ropes, nearly eliminating him. But he gets back in. Cassidy's just throwing out orange punches everywhere. He dumps Wardlow to the floor. And that's the end of the match. Cassidy, MJF, they're your winners. They'll fight next week. For that diamond ring. A bit of a, yeah, there was a bit of a mess of bodies here for a little chunk. Uh, you know, for, I mean, all battle royals are going to be that. Until yeah. you kind of come down to the exciting <laughs> stuff. Ru- yeah, uh, I guess Miro, rather. Uh, looked great. He looked stronger than he's looked in professional wrestling in fucking years. Yeah, that's probably his best look, best match in AEW. Of course, yeah. So, for, you know, hopefully some build momentum and the hearty heel turn, right? And uh, kind of in, with, within the sneaky like elimination of Isaiah Cassidy. Of course, for weeks now, he's been taking credit for everything that's ever happened in professional wrestling <laughs> yeah uh for you know for brothers who are doing tag teams for people who have no fear for people changing their gimmicks he's taking credit for everything uh so and jr said something funny about him in the match like oh those giant teeth or something he said something <laughs> about his teeth. 
Um, uh. Yeah, and so yeah, or I, I, Orange Cassidy MJF is the next uh, is the match next next week. Yeah, I, we'll see who's coming home with that ring. Great. Yeah. All right, but in the meantime, Chris Jericho taking on Frankie Kazarian. Uh, this is kind of your filler match of the evening. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, well not, not that it was Jericho is going to be on a big show because he's a big name. Yeah, he's got to be on the of card. Course. Crowd wants to sing Judas. They did a great job. Uh, but uh, yeah, nothing <laughs> Way to really go, on. Crowd. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, nothing really on the line here in the match. At one point, Kazarian locks in Jericho's own submission. The walls of Jericho. Uh, Hager and Santana, they're threatening him from ringside. And MJF and Wardlow come out. And MJF's got the towel ready. Looks like he's going to throw it in. But then Sammy Guevara comes running out and snatches the towel away. But then Jericho escapes his mission and he sees Sammy holding the towel. He says, what are you doing? But then Kaz rolls him up. Big near fall. But Jericho escapes. Hits the Judas effect. Gets the victory. Uh, so then the inner circle's in the ring. They're celebrating with Chris. But Sammy's pissed. And he shoves MJF. So there's a big commotion. Jericho has to get on the mic to yell at them. Uh, and says, next week. There's an ultimatum. Either we work together as a team or we break up forever. Wow. So, hey, that's big. What an ultimatum. Uh, that was cool, though. I like that little moment, the miscommunication where Chris sees him with the towel. He's like, hey, you betraying me? Yeah. Just more of MJF trying to kick Sammy. It feels kick. like it feels like Sammy Guevara is on the outside, right? And we've said this before on the show. Sammy Guevara is future baby f- top face out yeah. there he does all those fun flips he does the fun moves. flips <laughs> you know and, and people love no heel has ever flipped and uh that's a fact and, <laughs> okay. and yeah if this is if this is a way for sammy Guevara to start that push then hell yeah let's go for it yeah either way something's gonna happen uh next mm-hmm. week Next week. They've already hyped up next week. Uh, we go backstage, though. The Young Bucks are cutting a promo because they're going to fight uh, the Hybrid 2 next week when uh, these new fellas, Bones and Caster, show up. The Acclaimed. The Acclaimed. Yeah. Do you know anything about these fellas? No, and I love them already. That's all I can, yeah. <laughs> that's all, that's all I can I say. I don't know them, but uh, yeah, they seem like good guys. They insult the Bucks uh, and their book that came out. And then one guy does a little John Cena style rap on a the little guy. or the kind of like the beat poetry all up yeah. on your knee. Bop, bop, bop. That's what John Cena would do. Yeah, it's beat poetry. <laughs> no, but I think Jr. even mentioned it like a subtle. Oh, really? Oh, OK. I must have missed that. He said, like, that oh, sounds like, oh, I don't know. He said but uh, <laughs> these guys, big looking dudes, great on the mic, at least in their first little thing here. Yeah, uh, I, I see big. I see big things for these two guys. Yeah, well, it seems like they're heels because it was all like a ploy as TH2 jump in. They attack the Bucks and Acclaim are just yelling, World Star! Yeah, that was the that was so <laughs> funny. He's like, World Star! Somebody yeah. gets tossed into a trash yeah. can. World Star! <laughs> and then I think SCO show, SCU show up to chase mm-hmm. him off. So there's something brewing there. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, what, a fun, what a fun way to bring in, yeah, a team that I've never fucking heard of before. But immediately I want to see them next week or in the following weeks. <laughs> yeah you know what else was cool was not having a woman's match at 9 30 p.m which is the pretty much standard time for that's the classic uh pre-main event women's yeah. chunk uh no we're getting it right in the middle this time we got dr Britt baker facing layla hirsch uh this layla 
she's she's quite the short one. Layla. Even, and that's and that's by <laughs> women's professional wrestling standards. No, I was gonna say even Zelina Vega might have a few inches <laughs> on her. But uh, she's thick though. This girl's got muscle. She looks like a short Ronda. She's uh, well, she's you know former whatever they said amateur wrestler and uh, you know a, a Russian. They really pumped her being Russian. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Baker's mocking her for her height, just like doing all you know the old bully tactics. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, Layla looks good here, but then eventually Reba jumps on the apron, causing the distraction. So Baker takes advantage, hits her awesome twisting fisherman neckbreaker, followed by the lockjaw, gets a submission win. Uh, but immediately after, Thunder Rosa jumps in, starts brawling with Baker until they get broken up. So hey, it's always fun when Thunder Rosa. <clears throat> I thought this. Uh, I thought this was actually a really good match where there were a lot of moments where Britt Baker didn't look like. She could beat Hirsch, this this newcomer, yeah. just due, no, due to her size control. and you know, a lot of the maneuvers she was doing. I think Layla Hirsch, whoever this woman is, seems like a big get for uh, like for AEW. And also, I was watching. So NWA is they have a new show now. Pre pandemic, yeah. they're doing Power, and then Power stopped, and now they have a new. It's called like Impact. Um, it's Struggle? called like no. NWA, ah, there's it's like a one word. Anyways, there was one episode of it that I watched, came out a few days ago. Main event was Mike Bennett and uh, and fucking Nick Aldis. That was their main event. But in their yeah. promo footage throughout the episode, uh, Thunder Rosa was prominent throughout many of those things. So I think for now, Thunder Rosa is still an NWA perform. You know, sort of blurring these lines between the two. Well, AEW's blurring the lines of everything, but we'll get to more of that. Uh, in the meantime, we got tag team action. Darby Allen and Cody Rhodes taking on Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. Powerhouse uh, Hobbs. Yeah, he's kind of got new gear, I guess. The old wrestling tights. Mm -hmm. uh, Taz color. I guess he looks like Taz, what Taz yeah, used to wear. Taz, Taz color. Yeah. Uh, anyways, fun little match. Cody and Darby working really good together. Uh, Cody hits a really nice springboard Cody cutter off the top rope. Normally he does it off the middle rope. So this was even better. Even better. Uh, and then Darby follows with the coffin drop, and that gets them the three count. But afterwards, Team Taz are sore losers, so they're just attacking. So Arn Anderson has to get in the ring. He starts throwing blows, but they get a hold of him. So Dustin Rhodes comes running out to help, but then Brian Cage comes out to attack him. It's chaos everywhere. Uh, but Team Taz is out numbering them they're laying the beat down they've got cody held down on his knees they're ready to hit him in the head with the ftw title when the lights go out uh we get a brief video in the background a shot of a crow and a winter landscape what does this all mean well who's here it's sting <laughs> sting is that, is that, is that your best shivoni do your best shivoni <laughs> His voice went up there. It's well, yeah, he, he was there. 20 years. 20 years in the making. His return to TNT. Sting is here. He's in full gear, but not at full gear, where I predicted. You remember a few weeks ago? I do remember a few. We were crowing. We were crowing we were, during that main ah. event. <laughs> but ah. uh, Sting, yeah. Ah, he's ah. here. He's got his face paint on. He's got his jacket. He's got his baseball bat. He's Sting. We all know who he is. There was some cool fake snow falling. Yeah, it looks uh, like they had a snow machine. 
Yeah, it looked yeah. good. Didn't look like that shitty like soap shape. No, it looked. It might. I think it had a couple snow machines. It was kind of cool. It was a kind of yeah. cool little. The whole the, the whole aesthetic cool. throughout the entire evening was pretty cool. Yeah, but Sting himself, the the fans, the that were there, you could hear him. They were going yeah. nuts. He's doing the slow walk to the ring, uh, and then he just kind of goes around corner to corner. All four baby faces stares him down. Uh, someone pointed out he goes in order of age. Like he starts at Dustin and then this, and then ends up at Cody and Darby oh, Allen. Really? Uh, who got the biggest stare down of all was Darby Allen, uh, and I gotta say, Sting still looks badass, man. I mean, when he was staring them down, you know, you know what doesn't fade? Yeah, sure, you you, you might gain some muscle, lose some muscle, but if you can just keep your clearly defined jawbone. You'll look yeah. fantastic for Don't the rest get, of your life. Yeah. And, if your face doesn't get too puffy. And that's you kids at home. If, <laughs> if you got good bones, keep them. Yeah. Those dimples. Those the cheekbones, the way they pop up. Like Sting just has a great facial And the makeup structure. helps a little and bit. And of course the makeup contour. helps, right? But, you know. But, no. But his facial, his expression, he's so stern, so cold face. But you feel it. You feel it through the screen how badass he is. And even his theme song was good. A rare for eight. A rare, day. yeah. Just the, the organs, the guitar. It was nice. So that was fun. That was a big, nice surprise. Yeah, and it's been a while since we've had a uh, like a lights out, then a an appearance in AEW. They they, they seem they seem yeah. to throw us a bone every uh, every few months or whatever it is. And um, yeah, so many questions. Is he here? To, so many questions. Is he is he an enforcer? Is he gonna wrestle a match or two? What is he gonna I'm do? I'm gonna uh, here. My guess is he'll ne- he won't take a bump. He's not taking bumps. You think he's Jake the Snake? No, I'm more, more involved. A bit more mobile? A bit more mobile than Jake the Snake. Can yeah, still Maybe kind of Taz. More Tazzy. Uh, Arn Anderson? Yeah, a, t- a Tazzy Arnie, <laughs> maybe, but like yeah. an overseer from afar kind of thing. Maybe swing a bat, swing a bat Exactly, guy. or maybe even taking Darby <laughs> Allen under his wing and kind of doing like a father-son face paint type thing yeah. i mean darby was doing the whole he was been sitting in the stands which thing used to do the crow like you know they're sort of you know kind of cut from the same cloth there and yeah so many questions yeah. going forward but i think i think our biggest question should be uh, what did team taz gain if anything from this whole thing like what's where where uh, what's team taz's kind of because they've been taking a lot of l's lately because they keep getting involved with people who are taking a bunch <laughs> of w's so, did Team Taz gain anything from this? They picked up a Will Hobbs powerhouse. Okay, huh? we got Hobbs, but then we oh, lose. Then we I lose with him. Yeah, I guess that's really that's my question. I think, <laughs> and it's the same. It's why I don't like Team Taz so much is that they keep losing, but they're pu- being pushed like we they're winning, and that's why I don't understand. Darby Allen needs to get the hell away from here so we can actually have a mid-title feud that doesn't involve Cody Rhodes. Yeah, yeah, like. Uh, we go backstage. Alex Marvez interviews Hikaru Shida about Abaddon and her coming out last week and all the crazy shit. And Shida says, I'm not scared. She's just a woman in a zombie cosplay. But then she starts acting a little edgy. We hear like this big metal banging off screen. And she's like, can we start over? He's like, we're live, pal. And she just bails on the interview. Very strange. Very strange. But Abaddon, I want to see her next yeah. week. Yeah, well, she'll be, she, I mean, she will be coming up next week. Is that, a, is, that, is that a match that's been confirmed also? I don't know if she's facing Sheeta or if she'll just be on the show or I don't gotcha. know. But she's going to be on the show. But it's the moment we've all been waiting for. The main event of the evening, John Moxley defending his AEW World Heavyweight Championship against the cleaner Kenny Omega. 
He gets his big special introduction. We got Don Callis, special guest on commentary. Of course, Don Callis's voice, which, oh, fantastic voice. Yeah, he did a great job. Uh, and the crowd, I mean, uh, they were split pretty evenly for both men. A lot of- got it. Every, both guys getting both cheers and boos throughout the, throughout the entire match. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, they start out with just, you know, brawling, strikes, chops. They're getting their chests all red. They're fighting into the stands, the empty seats, at least. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, there was a big chunk of the match that was picture in picture, but you could still see. What yeah, was this on. was one of the few times where it was sort of like, okay, I need to. I, I kind of muted the television and then just kind of shift, <laughs> like I shifted my didn't gaze. Wanna, I didn't want to hear a, a fucking. <laughs> you didn't see the ad for the Go Big Show. I didn't see the ad for the Go Big Show. I also saw another With ad. Cody and Burt Kreischer. And, I saw another ad yeah. throughout there too for a cartoon. <laughs> Uh, where oh, where Big yeah, E like, was clearly one of the character voices. Big E. Big E. But you know you you know uh, him. He's got a big chest. Well, I know who Big <laughs> E is. It's just funny that he's on TNT. Yeah, it was. I can't remember the. Sh- yeah, it was. I remember hearing his voice. I'm just like it, it distracted me from the in ring action. That's funny. Well, let's go back to that action. Kenny Omega hits a big Topekin hero to the floor, and he goes to follow up with a a springboard back into the ring, but then Mox catches him with a paradigm shift. Uh, But Mox doesn't go for the cover. What is he thinking here? He leaves the ring. He grabs some chairs and just starts tossing them into the ring. But this is not a no-DQ match. Uh, But he doesn't use them as weapons. He takes the two chairs and seats them down across from one another, and then he sits down in one and invites Kenny to the other, and they just both sit down and start exchanging some stiff Slaps to the face, which quickly escalate into punches, and they were just swinging back and forth. Looked like some real potatoes here. These were some. That was some that was punches. a lot of fun too. Yeah, you could you, I, you could <laughs> you, you could see uh like you know when you watch uh, a video of the Blue Man Group and they have their paint going everywhere, so they hit the drum and then the paint splashes <laughs> up in the light. That was sort of like sweat yeah. on John Moxley's face. Was just you could yeah, see it could in see the it light. Just, yeah, the good Rocky. Yeah, punch. a good Rocky punch. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, because yeah. they did have heaters all around the oh, ring. Everywhere. So were... Well, I think at one point, Kenny go, uh, com- yeah, uh, yeah, it happens. Well, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, they're sitting in the chairs. Kenny finishes it with a big V trigger, knocks Moxley right off the so chair. So many V triggers. Uh, so many V triggers, oh but then Moxley hits a Moxley hits a second paradigm shift, but somehow Kenny kicks out. Kenny's so good at taking those guy. paradigm shifts. Oh, yeah, especially with head. guys like, we've seen, yeah. <laughs> especially the, the the guys we've been seeing alongside Moxley, from Jericho to Lance Archer to Brian Cage. You know, not the most mobile of guys to really fucking spike down. Uh, yeah, Mo- there's two paradigm shifts. There's that elevated one that's always a bit. Better. Oh right, the uh, what did they call it in New Japan? I mean, it's the same move. Yeah, it was like the Devil Death Rider, Driver Death Rider, or something. Death, Death Rider. Rider! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss, I miss that. Uh, but yes, unbelievably, Kenny kicks out of that. So soon after, Moxley uh, goes for a suicide dive, but Omega catches him midair with a V trigger, hits the Tiger Driver 98. Love that. Tiger Big Driver! Kick. That's another good one. <laughs> uh, but then they fight back outside the ring. Mox hits another paradigm shift onto Kenny, but this time it was into the heaters outside the ring. The heaters, which kind of looked like... It looked like a face, the way that the two little heat <laughs> things were there, and it was a fa- it was yeah, clear it was fake, but yeah, it looked like a face with two. It looked like two googly eyes. I don't know. It was kind of distracting. Yeah. Well, that was uh, 
that was a serious bump because Kenny, yeah, the paradigm shift in the heat of the ref calls for a doctor to come check on Kenny. Commentary is selling this like it might not be, might be the end of the match. Well, Don, Ca- so Don, Don Callis Ca- has to run out to check up on yeah. Kenny. He abandons his post from the table. He runs down to check on him. But uh, Moxley has had enough of this delay. He just gets the officials off Kenny, throws him back in the ring, and he just mounts Omega, just starts pounding away on him. So Don, Don Callis gets on the microphone. He's talking to the referee, saying he's hurt. But then Mox turns and shoves Don to the ground. And the coolest part, the flower on his suit just exploded. The flower, I think it. I think either Moxley hit it or it hit the rope on the way down. He kind of fumbled through the yeah. ropes there. The flower it was just, just such a cool visual. Like as he falls, flower petals everywhere. Fall to the ground. It was so po- it was so poetic, like a like a you know like a kung fu movie before the action starts. You know, and the doves are just yeah. flying away. And I think like it was accidental, but it did such a great job because it completely distracted me from the fact that Don Callis had passed the microphone over to Kenny. Uh, Kenny picks it up. The ref is still dealing with Don. Uh, Kenny grabs the mic, nails Moxley right in the head behind the ref's back, which boss busts Moxley open. He blades. He's bleeding. I don't know. I've seen people uh, get hit with a microphone before, and I think it would cause that amount, that amount of blood I've also. seen it, but I, I saw the straight <laughs> razor. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyways, it doesn't matter. Kenny follows up with a flurry of V-triggers, and then finally he's able to hit that one-winged angel, and that ends it. Kenny Omega is your new. No one, no one's kicking out of that thing, baby. No one's ever kicked out of it. Uh, There were points in this match I was thinking, you know, Kenny set up for it a couple times, never hit it, and a couple times in this match, I'm thinking to myself, will could Moxley be the first person to kick out of it? Well, not tonight, baby. But uh, was this? Maybe one of the first ever screw job finishes we've seen. The, Jack- the Jacksonville screw job? Yeah. I mean, certainly they haven't done very many of these type of interference behind the ref backs things. Uh, spe- certainly not in a title match, but it was. I love the way it worked. Heel Kenny. Heel Kenny is full here. The first man to pin Moxley in AEW. Wow. He was like 20 and 0 in something, yeah, tw- something matches. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So Omega's celebrating, but then he quickly hightails it out of there with Don Callis. They're walking backstage. Wrestlers are yelling at them. They're saying, what the fuck is going on? But they just cut right through, right to the parking lot. There's a car running, waiting for them to escape. Uh, but good old Alex Marvez tries to get the word with them before they leave. And Don Callis says, we'll tell you all about it on Tuesday night. He says, well, wait a minute. Dynamite's on Wednesday. And he says, yeah, this Tuesday, Impact Wrestling. Me and Kenny will tell you all about it. Like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> so we got something going on here, folks. This is this is why This is huge. The, this the, is huge. The, there are no more. Mike, yeah, the flurry no of tweets that occurred immediately after <laughs> uh immediately after this on both sides, by the way. Um Yeah. Um they're in cahoots. Multiple members of the Dark Order have just been tweeting out Motor City Motor City Machine Guns. Uh, both Carl and Anderson, uh, just tweeted out like FTR, TYB, uh, and, and vice versa, the, and vice versa, the other way. It opens up the door. The other way. But, uh, you know, talking about the match, I loved the match, odd finish, sort of felt a little overbooked, you know, we had the fake injury, Don Callis coming over, a little momentum kind of slowed down but up until that injury angle it was like really 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 picking up an intensity in all the right ways you know how do we get 
Don Callis to the ring and all these sorts of things for Kenny Omega to ultimately, um, you know, spit in the face of his own stipulation. He was the one who wanted a a, a, a wrestling match. No chairs, no violence, no nothing sneaky. Well, this was his plan all along. He's been slowly sneaking his way towards and, full on heel. And the, and the screw job protecting John Moxley. Uh, in yeah. that same way of yes he was pinned but we all know what happened <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah no I love it I love the finish uh but yeah it was not uh five star it was still a damn still good a match. damn still a damn yeah. good a little, match, a little. But, I mean but obviously setting up the the bigger story which is Mike do we have to now start talking about impact <laughs> I mean, we can talk about. We're gonna it. have to start doing two go. shows a week. We're gonna have to split up the shows. There, there's gonna be like no way if there's just wrestling five days a week. We're gonna have to be doing shows while shows are still happening. We'll figure it out. It's gonna be a long <laughs> yeah, winter, so it's we'll gonna see. be a long well, winter. Well, we so don't we'll, know what the we'll hell's figure, gonna. Happen. We'll figure this out. But yeah, tune into Impact. You know, certainly will next week on the podcast. We'll be talking about Impact Wrestling for possibly like the first time since the Canelises were there. Uh, in a a huge thing yeah who knows who knows where this leads but 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 but, but Kenny Omega now both the AEW and AAA uh, world champion yeah yeah Uh, what a night what a night we're not even done yet we have to switch over the brand because we have war games coming up this weekend so let's get right into it right now let's start talking about some nxt nxt what does it mean i don't know but it's good wrestling so nxt watch and see how to tap out a count out of one two three so we still have to kind of finalize a few things going forward before that event but we do know we're getting two war games matches Hell yeah. Uh, we're also getting some North American title stuff. So, in the meantime, Damian Priest is teaming up with North American champ Leon Ruff to take on Legato del Fantasma. Uh, Johnny Gargano on commentary with the two ghost faces behind him. Yeah. The, uh, I don't know the why, two, they're still, why are they still doing know. that. Because are, are, Anyways, are we matches, to believe that Indy Hartwell is in one of those... I mean, didn't they already reveal That's her? That's the thing, one? yeah. So I guess, are we to assume that they now just have cronies? Well, she's got a neck brace on. So they on. just now have cronies brace. now. Yeah. It's just there. That's yeah. fine. I just want to be sure, you know? That's fine. <laughs> That's I just, fine. I didn't, I, it's just weird that they can get away with using the ghost face mask so much. Oh, you mean from like a, like an ownership point? I do wonder that. If it, yeah, like they're not saying, like they're not trying to sell it as merch or anything, but they're just like, they didn't even try to invent anything. They just blatantly used the same mask. Yeah, I wonder if it is a copyrighted... Even if it's Symbol. not, you think that they would want. Yeah, I wonder. Well, who knows? Oh well, doesn't matter. <laughs> we're we're not lawyers for uh, the for uh, the WWE, so I think we're good. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, Priest he does a lot of the heavy lifting and finally hits the reckoning, and then Leon Ruff hits a nice low down frog splash, to get the win. Wow. Yeah, not too much. Uh, Leon Ruff uh, getting a few wins in a row. He's held yeah. the belt for Story. probably about a month now. Yeah, longer than Gargano's reign. hey So, uh, then we go to some, like, shop room. I don't know what it was. Shotzi Blackheart's there with Rhea Ripley and Ember Moon, and they present her with a gift. We don't see what it is, but I'm guessing it's a new tank, a nice new tank. And Yeah, well, she's got, like, a, she's got, like, the welder. She's got, like, the little fire thing going. 
Yeah. Uh, clearly, clearly the place where Metalcraft would probably take place. <laughs> yeah, I can just smell <laughs> the welding. I can smell the welding from here. Yeah. Then we go August Gray, former Thatch as Thatch Can student, taking on Cameron Grimes. Uh, it was just pretty much a quick, easy squash match here for Grimey. Hits the cave in, gets Yeehaw! the win. Yeehaw! But then afterwards, he's not done. He pulls out the leather strap, starts beating up Gray some more, talking trash about Dexter Loomis. When who should appear on the other end of that strap but Mr. Loomis himself and just starts beating Grimes around, sends him packing. Yeah, that's that's the match we're getting, this long strap match that I'm actually really looking forward to. Yeah, that'll yeah. be fun. Uh, we get some cruiserweight action, though. Jake Atlas, Tony Nice. Tony Nice, a candidate for I Forgot You Existed. Ooh, baby. <laughs> you know, Give it to real. me. Uh, but, you know, this was still good. Cruiserweight action. Uh, in the middle of it all, we go to a split screen where the car of the year 2002, a yellow Hummer, arrives. And it's Pat McAfee and his brand. What a cool uh, guy. <laughs> Yeah, we just see them pulling up. So then we cut back to the ring. Some more good stuff. Uh, eventually, Atlas hits his top rope cartwheel. DDT gets the win. So good for him. Yeah. No, another uh, yeah, another good win from him. Poor uh, Tony Nice. I think he's a previous, possibly two-time Tweet of the Week champion, though. Yes, and cruiserweight. And cruiserweight champ. Wow. <laughs> but which one matters yeah. more? <laughs> Tweet of uh, the Week, yeah. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Pat McAfee comes out. With his boys, and they're cutting a promo, and McAfee pays his respects to another Pat, Pat Patterson, who we mentioned mm -hmm. earlier, and moves on, starts insulting the fans, and the Undisputed Era hypes up his boys, Lorcan, Birch, Pete Dunn, and the War Games match coming up, and they won the advantage. Yeah, so just more good promo work. From yeah, me. well, that's uh, that's gonna be that's probably gonna be our main event, right? So it's gonna be big stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, then we get the next chapter in our our Asian film here, where Zaya and Boa, they're now just in these tubs of water, just doing some sort of, I don't know, they're just repeatedly dunking themselves over and over, as their master tells some them kind to. Of, some kind of ritual by the looks of it. Yeah, and this mysterious hooded figure is just watching them, and then at the very end they get smacked in the back with kendo sticks, which somehow knocks them out. Yeah. They're electric. But we're still moving on. We're still moving on. Maybe a reveal of sorts at War Games, maybe? Soon. This hooded woman's got to come yeah. out. Uh, we go tag team action. Ever-Rise is supposed to take on the grizzled young veterans, but Imperium come out and just beat the shit out of Ever-Rise. Cut a promo. So say, hey, the tag division belongs to <laughs> us. So we just get a grizzled young vets take on Imperium. Fun tag match. Looks like the... NXT tag divisions finally start to shape up a bit, getting all these guys. Yeah, going. after a little bit of a lull, um, yeah, yeah, now we're kind of back to where we used to be. Yeah, so that's good. Uh, pretty good until Everrise comes out, causes a DQ, so we just throw that out. <laughs> that's okay. We'll move on to Thatch as Thatch Can. Today's lesson is distraction. So he just mentions... Uh, you know, it's a big thing in wrestling. Lots of people losing from distractions. Music the, plays. The lights surprise roll-up is one is like we've so. said one of the most <laughs> devastating moves it's in sports entertainment. And Thatcher acknowledges that. So tonight we're going to show you how to deal with it. Uh, but then Tommaso Ciampa just appears in the ring, and he's here to teach. But Thatch says, "I don't got no problems with you, boy." He doesn't want anything to do with it. But Ciampa says, "You're a disappointment." Mm -hmm. 
And Thatch just says, nah, I don't know. He goes to leave, but then he fakes it out, tackles Ciampa, but Ciampa counters him, knocks him down with a big elbow. Uh, but then Thatcher's student attacks Tommaso from behind, and they just double-team him, and Thatch ends up putting Ciampa to sleep with a front face lock. And that's going to be a big match whenever that happens. Yeah, that'll be fun. Thatcher Ciampa. Thatcher Ciampa. Uh, bring back the fight pit. The pit fight fight pit, <laughs> baby. Oh, but me, main event time. We've got another ladder match for the War Games advantage for the women's side of things. Raquel Gonzalez taking on Shotzi Blackheart. I like having a stip with a steak. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. You know, it gives us a reason to have and it's exactly gives us a reason for a match that we don't see very often. And I mean, if it's anything, I mean, last week's was a fucking banger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, This week, you know, maybe not quite as good, but still fun. They were doing some ladder bumps. Shotzi's like drop kicking through the ropes, knocking ladders around. Uh, Anyways, the girls worked Mm -hmm. hard, but don't need to give too much away right before the big pay-per-view cage match. So you're already going to you're going to hurt yourself. So you might as well save it. Yeah. Uh, so eventually, uh, late in the match, Shotzi goes high risk. She jumps off the top rope onto Raquel on the floor. It looked like she was going for a Meteora or something, but I don't know. They both got knocked down. Uh, but while they're both recovering, Indy Hartwell appears. Because on the two giant podiums, the teams are watching like last mm-hmm. week. Uh, so Indy brings a ladder to help them down. So Team Candace gets down to go help Raquel out. But thankfully, someone else, we didn't see who did it, but someone else put a ladder beside uh, Rhea Ripley and Ember Moon. So they come down to help Shotzi. But who is the fourth woman? We don't know. Everyone's brawling. Uh, Raquel's by herself climbing the ladder when Io Shirai appears, and she just springboards right onto Raquel's back in like a piggyback position. (laughs) But uh, Raquel shows her strength. She just keeps on climbing. Uh, But Io's got a sleeper applied, so... She starts to fade. She falls down. Then Io hits a giant moonsault off the top rope. All taking out everyone all the, on the floor. Uh, except for Shotzi Blackheart, who's now all alone. She climbs the ladder, unhooks the case, and won the match. So she gets the advantage for her team at uh, War Games. Ow, 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 ow. Great job, ow, ow, Shotzi. Ow. They do a nice pose. Yeah. yeah. yeah hopefully, we'll see her new tank. Yeah, shot, yeah hope, hopefully we see the tank and he gets involved somehow. Um, Metallic. Yeah, Shot Shotzi's style is like a very risk-taking thing, and it's yeah, really she's like a Jeff. It's Hardy. really refreshing to see that in the women's division, Mike. Certainly something that I've asked you before, like women who perform the same maneuvers that the men do, and Leia, like you said, like a Hardy thing. He somebody had to come along and start doing shit that nobody else was doing, and I feel yeah. like Shot. Shotzi's crazy. Shotzi is that. that for this women's this women's division right now. She is that, and she's got such a cool look. The green hair, the tattoos is not very. And many like I think there's so many women on this roster that are so talented. They can keep up with her risky style. I've seen there's I've seen some fucking Candice LeRae blood baths on YouTube. Uh, you know there are people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's fought men. Exactly, Rhea, Rhea Ripley strong enough to do crazy shit. Io Shirai uh, can maneuver well enough to do crazy shit. Like it's um yeah, Shotzi's got a huge future, and of course Io Shirai joining that team certainly the right call. Without Io, with you know the NXT Women's Division doesn't have like a. Uh, like there's no um, Io Shirai doesn't really have any challengers going for her right now, right? So so we yeah. got we got to keep her on the show in, in some way. 
yeah, this is your in-between uh, pay-per-view for NXT. You know, the war games are such big matches that you don't need those world titles on the line. So that's exactly it. Those two, those two matches are going to represent like a, a huge part of the show. So yeah. Well, let's just do a quick look then at this War Games card here. Let's do it. NXT TakeOver War Games 2020. Uh, well, let's start off with Timothy Thatcher taking on Tommaso Ciampa. Thatcher, let's go. Thatch, 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 yeah. Thatch, 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 Thatch. Oh, yeah, I'm thatch, on Team Thatch. thatch. thatch let's have thatch, thatch. Thatch, thatch. Ciampa doesn't need the win. Won't do anything for well, him. It right? will absolutely not do anything for him. Yeah, so Thatch as Thatch can, Thatch win. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but let's move on to the strap match. Good old strap match. Dexter Loomis, Cameron Grimes. That'll just be some fun shenanigans. Grimey running all over. Uh, yeah. Who yeah. knows? Maybe he pulls off a sneaky win. Yeah, it could go either way, but some kind of cool inter- a stip that you just we don't see too often. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm just yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, then we got the only title match of the night, the triple threat North American, uh, Leon Ruff defending against Johnny Gargano and Damian Priest. Can his luck continue? Hope, yeah, I hope that Leon Ruff can continue. And then, you know, who knows? If if Leon Ruff can can win this Sunday? Is it Sunday or Saturday? Sunday. If, they, if he can win this Sunday, maybe it's time for a new challenger for him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it is a triple threat match, so there is ways he can just kind of luck his way into picking up the win, steal someone else's pin. Who knows? That's exactly it. But it'll be mm-hmm. fun. All right, let's move on to the big stuff. We got the War Games matches. Team Shotzi, Shotzi Blackheart, Amber Moon, Rhea Ripley, Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and Tony Storm, the fresh heel. And this will just be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's going to go either way. It's going to be a lot of who knows. There could even be a surprise uh, pickled in there somewhere. Um, High hopes (laughs) for this War Games match. Uh, Let's go. Let's go. Let's go baby faces. Well, they have the advantage to start off, so we'll see. Uh, You know, last year was the first women's War Game match. We had the huge... Io Shirai moonsault off the top of the cage. Oh, baby. I'm sure Shotzi will be looking to do something crazy. So we'll see. This is going to be a lot of fun, though. Can't wait. Yeah. And on the other side of the coin, we got the men's War Games match. Of course, you can't have one of those without the Undisputed <laughs> Era, who are taking on Pat McAfee, Pete Dunn, Danny Birch, One Lorcan. And once again, this will just be a great match. You know, we already know Pat McAfee is not fucking around, he knows how to wrestle. And this is another match where you could just do a bunch of cool spots. And he doesn't have to carry the load. He can just pop in and out. Mm-hmm. Of course, so, this yeah. is the this is the fourth NXT War Games. Um, and right now, the Undisputed Era are sitting on the on the negative side of that record. They are one and two. I would personally ah. like to see the Undisputed. I mean, this is their match. Uh, I think they should win it all the time. I mean, I think last year's was the Pete Dunn Ricochet Viking Raiders thing. They've sort of always been giving it to the baby faces because uh, Undisputed Era has have always been such clear heels. So if history repeats itself, then the baby faces walk away with it, and the Undisputed Era uh, is all happy. Who knows? But who knows? I hope that is what we see. Who knows? I don't know. I could see it going either way. I'm excited this one, to see this, uh, you know, uh, super jacked up Pete Dunn. He's going to be, you know, he's probably going to be much quicker. We haven't seen him in a match since he's returned, and he looks he looks fucking great. 
He's slim. He's trim. He's mean. He's yeah, lean. So, uh, yeah, a lot. <laughs> and this match is going to be sick. Either way, there's going to be the moment where Adam Cole gets to the top and he does the Adam Cole. I hope he does. We haven't had an Adam Cole baby in a long time because there's been no one to baby. But I think with the proper planning, they could have an audio track behind ready to and go. The, well, they have NXT has like a couple people in the front They have row. a couple people in the front row, but we haven't had the a baby moment. Uh, you know, when when <laughs> Adam Cole climbs to the top of whatever, he does a baby mm. and then he performs a maneuver. <laughs> we haven't seen that in a long time, so I'm hoping we can see that in some capacity. Well, tune in Sunday. It should be a fun tune show. Tune in Sunday. Yeah, you'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. That's that will be it. War Games. Winter was coming, and that was the entire wrestling week. Jesus Christ, this was a big, big week. It felt like. It oh, felt yeah, like. Baby. It felt like. There's only time for one more thing before we get off the air here, and that is, of course, the Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. Of the Week. The Wrestler of the Week. Mike, I'm going to kick off with this one. Uh, Kenny Omega. Um, I was trying to think of a way to maybe intro that, but no, there's no introduction needed. Kenny Omega! Sorry. <laughs> That's the perfect way to say it. That's exactly right. You know, um, uh, hailed as the best professional wrestler on the planet and then sort of took a back seat as tag team wrestling uh was his game and he he was crushing it at that and Kenny Omega's 2020 year has silently been incredible uh he was a champion for most of it <laughs> he's going to probably going to you know if he finishes the year as champion uh two he had more days as a champion than he didn't and for yeah. it all to kind well, of with the triple a belt he was never he was not never not a champion. champion and for it to all culminate <laughs> eventually you know him, him winning this championship and now we have we have our new top heel our top heel our top champ who knows where the hell impact is he going to be on that show what's going to who knows Okay, well, I will go with the cleaner, the sweeper, the substitute, the teacher, <laughs> Kenny Omega. I don't know what the last part, but yes, the unanimous Kenny Omega. Wow. Of course, unanimous doesn't happen. It hasn't happened in a few weeks, but wow, it's incredible. Yeah, but sometimes you just have. Yeah, to. you're right. It was so great to see on TNT. It was great to see two Canadians running away from <laughs> the television production crew. Of course, Don Callis, also from Winnipeg, Ontario. That is exactly right. You can't say no to these good Canadian good boys. Good fella. Good fella. Good fellas. Good fellas. And that's all the time that we have for this week's podcast because we have war games coming up this weekend. I really can't wait. Remember to rate, review, like, and subscribe. The podcast is everywhere. And next time you hear all our voices, we're, uh, we're going to be talking about some war games. Unless we have to start doing like three shows a week, which might actually have to happen. Remember the, remember the time? Remember when we were back in Saudi like this time last year? Yeah. And it was we had, we were doing like a fucking show. It wasn't quite every week. It would be like every five days, like somewhere in the middle. There was a couple times where we had two in a week. Yeah, because, and yeah. you know, I think due to the way the winter's probably gonna go, we might get ourselves. We might have to get ourselves back to that lineup. <laughs>
I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I probably have the time. We have the to to Wrestle it. Kingdom's coming up. So. We should at least maybe think about what, what how those seeds are being planted over this next month. You know, uh, to kind of keep ourselves informed and what's going on. Yeah, no, I'm down to do do things like that. Split the shows up. Do what we got to do. We'll cover it we'll all. We'll cover it all either way because we're on the road to 200 shows. That's hey. <laughs> that's all the time we have this week, folks. You take care of yourselves. Two.